Hello and welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Metris. This is the podcast where every other week, a special guest comes on and chooses their top five whatever they want to talk about. Top five soda pops, top five peanut butters, top five kinds of dogs, top five people they've killed and buried in a backyard. Today's guest is Georgina. How are you, Georgina? I'm well, Taylor. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic now that you're here. Oh, thanks. Georgina, because people are going to ask me later, where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Hong Kong until okay. I was 10, but I was actually born in Texas. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when I was 10, I moved to Seattle. Uh-huh. And then I came over to the East Coast for grad school. Mm-hmm. And then I came out to Buffalo. What poor, poor decision-making that ended up getting into Buffalo. Oh, my goodness. Well, the fact that it's so much more affordable. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're like, how much is the beer? $4? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That seems a little pricey. Yeah. Actually, that's funny because that was exactly what made me decide to come here was the beer prices. I, that yeah. makes sense for me. I, mean, I know. I, as far so. as I know, that is completely accurate. Yeah, yeah. And probably the best selling point in town. Yeah, I'm not sure why it's not on the uh, brochure for Buffalo. It should be. Yeah. Instead, it's just a picture of like some wings and then some depression uh, mm. and then a lack of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> no jobs on that postcard. Weird. I know. Mm-hmm. Georgina, this has always bothered me. Why do you sound like a Dickensian sea, sea urchin? I promised myself <laughs> I wouldn't say sea urchin. I practiced. Why do you sound like a Dickensian street urchin? Whoa, I sound like a street urchin. Yeah, it was more the Dickensian thing. Oh, I think... Probably because I'm actually over 150 years old and I lived right. during Dickens era. Uh huh. Yeah. So that I, explains it. Yeah, I never let go of my Dickensian voice. You just kept it. You just kept it. Voice. Between yeah. Hong Kong, Texas, Seattle, you still sound like like uh, like like Bob Cratchit is your father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think the next time I move, I'm actually going to come up with a different accent. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Everywhere you move, you should have a I different should. accent. I should. I'm sorry that I I haven't come up with that until now, but... I, I'd be upset if you I, had that chance and you missed out. You know what? I wouldn't think about it on day one. I'd think about it day two, like, shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe that could be, like, number six. That'll be number six. Advice that I would give myself. Oh, speaking of which, Georgina, what's your top five? Uh, My top five are five pieces of advice that I would give my younger self. Now, that sounds like you're someone like me who is filled with regret. Is that true? (laughs) It is. In fact, uh, initially I was going to suggest that we talk about our five biggest regrets (laughs) in life. But instead we positive and how to remedy those regrets. Yeah, so I did think, well, that might be a bit of a downer. So It is a bit of a downer. I know, it is a downer. It is. So (laughs) I decided that uh, we would just go with a more positive spin. Sure, sure. And maybe we can help out other people who are young and impressionable by learning from our terrible, terrible mistakes. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And they wouldn't live in the nightmare world that we're engulfed by. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. That's not true. I love Buffalo. I do love Buffalo. So that's not one of my regrets. That's not one. That would not be one of mine. That would be an accomplishment. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Sure. sure. Yeah, so, 
Georgina, I have to know. It's killing me. I'm dying inside without knowing it. What is your number five piece of advice you would give your younger self? Uh, learn a foreign language. Really? Yeah. So I did take Spanish in high school, but I never was very good at Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I think it was because my Spanish teachers would always tell me that I was not pronouncing the word correctly. And at the time, it didn't occur to me that, well, maybe I just have an accent. Oh. Like I do when I speak English. But I was, I just never allowed myself to really learn it. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that this would have to be more of a go back and tell your mother, my mother, uh -huh. to put me in language lessons when I right. was young. Because I come from a family of linguists. That's when you learn language, right? You got to do it before you're six or something yeah. like that. And my, my father was an amazing linguist. My grandparents on both sides were. Would my you mom. describe any of them as cunning? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Good on you, Dad. Yeah. So, um, but or that. Mom, I'm not here to judge. Yeah, no judgment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No. Um, but that is definitely a regret I have that I did not learn a language I, <laughs> before I was six. I feel like I regret that now, too. <laughs> Considering how many of my, my immediate neighbors speak mostly Spanish, English is the second language in my hood, uh, it's kind of a bummer. Because uh, yeah. my neighbor's a cool dude, and I, I can't talk to him. Yeah. Well, you think he's a cool dude, but oh, maybe, maybe he's, he's not. An ass. No. <laughs> maybe he's not. Actions speak louder than words. He okay. helps me shovel the neighborhood. Oh, wow. That's definitely cool. But cool just dude. think, like, how much cooler it would be if you could communicate with him. Absolutely. And yeah. just and be like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool dude. That, I think that's a regret a lot, not a regret. I think that's advice a lot of people would have. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess the advice would be to parents. Please put your kids in language lessons. Yeah, put your kids in language lessons. Yeah, I mean, I know that they're going to throw a fit because mm -hmm. what kid wants to learn another language? No. But they will thank you. Oh, absolutely. When they get older. Absolutely. Especially if they want to travel. Yeah. Think of just knowing Spanish. That opens up a hundred countries to you. It does. It does. And you just sound so cool if you can speak a foreign language. That's also a lot of girls you can pick up. Absolutely. Because you know Spanish. Yeah, absolutely. Girls so. love that. Especially the ones who don't speak Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think there's a cool factor. Like, oh, wow, cool. this guy is That is bilingual. definitely one of the coolest languages. Yeah, definitely. Right, right below uh, Burmese. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a language. It is, I Very think. good. That's <laughs> where the cats are from. Yeah. The Burmese cats. <laughs> I don't know what the next coolest language... I can't, I can't even think of... What a cool... I don't know. I thought, like, Eastern European languages were cool until I heard them on a regular basis, and I'm like, oh, my God. Where are you hearing them on a regular basis? Uh, my my downstairs neighbor who owns the house, oh. Mrs. K, shout out to the devil who lives below me, oh, okay. um, speaks almost entirely Polish and <laughs> very, very rarely speaks English. And That's when she great. does, it's just to yell at me. Oh, no. So, okay. Yeah. So fun times. <laughs> so I do hear it. And I'm That's like, awesome. Mm, that is a horrible language. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah. So... How, yeah, that would yeah, be my piece that, of advice. That's good advice. Yeah, so... That's just straight up good advice. It is. I can't even be like, that's dumb, you shouldn't say that. 
which I was planning on doing. Were you? Yes, we're going to get into that later, me being an asshole. Don't worry. I'm pretty sure my four other ones will elicit a response like that at least once. I'm excited. Yeah, so uh, Taylor, what's your fifth piece Uh, of advice? uh, My number five would be take better care of your teeth. Wow. Yeah, (laughs) I completely agree with that. That's just good advice. Yeah. Uh, I would say that to anyone, but I had braces. You can't tell... But I had braces for three years, and they were very uncomfortable and very painful. And then I was just like, I'm not wearing a retainer. And now it's like it never happened. Wow. Now I'm like, oh, I still have goofy teeth. Do you feel your parents resent you? For that? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> I feel like my parents let me off the leash a long time ago. And they're just like, well, that kid's done. Work on the other ones. You don't think that they sit there and every time you smile or speak... <laughs> they just see three grand down the drain. <laughs> exactly. Probably. Okay. But also their teeth aren't that great either. Oh, okay. Better but than did, mine. Did well, not my braces. dad. My dad's got like five teeth in his mouth. Oh, well, you gotta take care of the ones you have, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wish, um, I, I wish I'd quit biting my nails because I'm chipping them now. Whoa, you've got right. some strong nails, though. I know, girl. <laughs> Pregnancy does that to you. <laughs> Okay. Um, when was the last time you went to the dentist? Oh, just this uh, this previous week. Oh, okay. I knocked a filling out. Oh. And I was like, there was just, it felt like a hole in my tooth, that, you know, the size of my fist, but really it's, you know, minuscule, but I was like, I, I yeah. gotta go, I gotta go. And my dentist is super hot, so I really don't have a problem going. She's hot and she likes to hurt me. That's everything I like in a woman. Wow, that's that's great. Where do you go? Let's uh, let's have a shout out uh, to your dentist. Shout out to my Dr. Michaels at Western New York Dental. Oh, the okay. The one, uh, I think technically they're in Delaware, corner of Delaware and Hurdle. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, they're they're real good. Oh. If you go, there's a dentist there. I've never seen him, but his name is Dr. Slaughter. <laughs> um, I have a feeling that I may either have looked up that dentist or I may go to the same they're very good they're very good yeah i also did not do a good job looking after my teeth which is strange because i have a huge fear that they will fall out yeah Um, i feel like that's a fear that can be counteracted yeah definitely and i did not have braces growing up but my parents did take me to the dentist Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, did their mm -hmm. part so it's not like they didn't do their part to instill good dental hygiene (laughs) Um, but so, you know, when you have dreams of your teeth falling out, yes. people are always saying like, oh, but it actually means something else. It's I the, feel like it's a stress dream. It's a me, general stress dream. It absolutely is a dream about my teeth falling out. It's not <laughs> about something else. <laughs> so when you're, when you're driving a car from the back seat, when you have that dream, does that also mean you're afraid of your teeth falling out? Um, no. Is that what it's supposed to mean? Uh, I don't know. Those are general stress dreams everyone has. Wow. Something's chasing you. You're stuck in mud. Uh, okay. For me, it's fighting things. Okay. I fight a lot of animals in my sleep. Wow. I have had the I have had the teeth falling out dream, yep. and that was an indicator to me that I needed to call the dentist or yeah. find a dentist. <laughs> yeah. Never mind, call one. Absolutely. And then I have also had the dream about being in the back of my car um, and not having any control. And I, th- I think that was when I was living in a terrible living situation with yeah. my roommate from mm-hmm. hell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually have gone to the dentist fairly recently and 
I looked up dentist for anxious patients. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's what I looked and this place came up. It was it was recommended to me by someone who really hates going. It was Nicole who really hate from uh, from our episode on candy listeners. Oh, okay. Shout um, out to Nicole. Shout out to Nicole. She's gotten a shout out in almost every episode she? since she did it. Oh, to the wow. point where I feel like I'm talking about her to make her listen to the show. Oh well, uh, I have a few shout outs that I'm gonna make. We can do shout outs as we go. Great, because I. If you listen to the concert episode, it's me and my buddy Jay just jerking each other off, remembering like all the shit we did. Oh, verbal masturbation. Yes, that's good. Oh man, we we name dropped so many people. No one knows. Uh, well, I'm gonna name drop um, because I've told some of my favorite people in the world that I. I'm going on a podcast. It's very exciting. They should yeah. be listeners, subscribers, and raiders. I, I think I think they may be. They were very excited. I recommend it. Like I, yeah. <laughs> as weird. As, I don't want to get too too where the sausage is made. Too behind the scenes here. But I listened to an episode uh, to check like audio quality, and I was actually very impressed with how funny Steve Roselli is. Y- your guests have been really good. I the two that guests. I've listened to. Yeah, they're good. They're good. <laughs> they're okay people. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm thinking about kicking the cat out. She's driving me crazy. Yeah, she's cute, but I can tell that she's, she's you know she's cute, but she's on me. People know that my cat is an MK Ultra, uh, Russian like secret agent, and if I say certain certain phrases, she will attempt to kill me. Uh, that's from the conspiracy episode. Uh, okay. Oh, I don't know if I heard that. I don't. Know. <laughs> that's fun. I mean, I I listened. I don't know if I got that it's, far. That's part of it, Georgina. Since this is a format podcast and I'm getting way off format, yeah. what is your number four piece of advice? Okay, so this actually was going to be my fifth piece mm-hmm. of advice, but I didn't want to start the podcast on such a tarty note. Oh. But my fourth advice to myself, top four advice, would be to have more one night stands. Really? I know. That is tarty. I know. So No I've... judgment zone. Tell yeah. me more. Well, I just feel like when you're in your late teens, Mm -hmm. 18, 19, Mm -hmm. early 20s, let's just say all of your 20s pretty much. Oh, all of your 20s, okay. You're just super hot. Right? I mean, you could be a complete neurotic mess. Right. But you are hot. Mm -hmm. You're probably at your hottest. That's probably true. Peak, Peak years. Yeah, definitely. And I just... That is one of the things that I look back and I regret that I did not embrace how hot I was. Did you turn a lot of people down? Oh, I wish I could say I did. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not like people were lining up my at my door. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, the other great thing about being in your early 20s is you pretty much, I mean, I feel like as a woman, you mm-hmm, could, uh, mm-hmm. there would have been a few takers. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. And I mean, I'm not talking like relationship. I'm just saying like one night stands. I promise you there were a hundred takers. Yeah. And yeah. they were all afraid to talk to you. Probably. Yeah. I have a I've been told my accent's intimidating. It's very know. intimidating. Is it? Good. I'm glad. Take that podcast listeners. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna be at home like she seems really smart. She seems really smart. Like she seems very posh. Posh, talking about one night stands. Yeah. Yeah. You did say Tardy when you describe. I did, this. yeah. Tarty, not tardy, not late. <laughs> I was just saying you said it, and I'm like, like a tart, like a strumpet. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah, so that is one of my regrets. And when I was in grad school, mm-hmm. Suffolk's newspaper 
went around and asked, uh, I, th- I think they were just asking anyone, sure. but they came up and asked me, like, what would you give, what advice would you give to incoming freshmen? And that's the advice. <laughs> Your um, advice will sleep around a little? Well, <laughs> yeah. Have get in here. Sense. Get it in. Yeah, get absolutely. It in. And they wouldn't publish that. They just thought that was too inappropriate. I feel like from a college standpoint, they would think that's not advice that needs to be given. But Probably. I think in a lot of ways, kind of is. Probably, kind of yeah. I, I, I think, I think it goes back to don't, don't be afraid of your body. Yeah, I think so, and I, I think it's a, uh, it's. I don't want to say anti slut shaming, but for both genders, uh, sure. I think it's it's something you should definitely seek out. I know when I was in high school, I was in a long term relationship. Okay. That involved basically zero sex. And uh, essentially, <laughs> as, essentially, as relationships got thrown out at third a lot. Got yeah. thrown out at third, oh. which is fine. Which is fine. Shut down. Well, when you're seventeen, that's plenty. yeah. No, that's but, true. But I think that I, I did have some chances with other things, and I just let that all go because yeah. I was like, oh, this is stable. But you're seventeen. Nothing yeah. is stable. Come on. Nothing's buddy. stable, and like I said, you're you're hot. Now you're a mess. Like I. I don't, I don't think my uh, emotional <laughs> self at sure. 18 would have been able to handle it. I think I would have been like, this is true love. So maybe it's just as well that maybe, I Maybe, yeah, you know, it's tough because I yeah. feel like you've got the hotness and also the callousness yeah. at completely different ages. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm unattached now. But I think it's a little different to be like, I'm going to go and have a lot of one-night stands at 34. Yeah, that's weird to start now. Yeah. But you know what? No time like the present. No time like the present. And if I moisturize really well, I bet I can get away <laughs> with uh, saying that I'm 26. I think so, with the moisturizing. Yeah. Sure. I've got some goat soap in the bathroom wow. if you want to try that. It's good. Okay. Made out of yeah. real goat. Yeah. I think goat milk. Goat milk. It must be. Uh, yeah, real oh goat. Oh, God, I never really read the label. It just had a picture of a goat on it. Well, where did you get it from? The organic aisle of Wegmans. Oh. So that could be made out of anything. It's true. Organic. It's true. But can I mean, I guess goat fat you could probably make. Yeah, goat make fat. Goat this. hooves. You could render down a goat's skin into, into a... It's a, true. Oh, my God. What is soap made out of? Fat, right? It's fat. Is it? It's not anymore. Glycerin? It can't be. Glycerin? Is that fat? I don't know. It is fat, because that's what dynamite has in it. Nitro, in nitroglycerin in, in its part. Wow. I saw Fight Club. So there's a goat... There's a goat so, bomb in, yeah. my, in <laughs> yeah. my shower right now. Waiting. Yeah. Wow. That's... That's something else. But, I mean, if anything is going to have, you know, anti-aging properties, it's probably going to be soap made out of goat. Well, you know, goats always look like kids anyway. Oh, uh, I like that. You know what else I think on, on, on your... Advice. Advice. Regret. Advice. Advice. Advice, yeah. I, advice. advice. We're saying advice. We're yeah. going positive with this. Yeah. When you're in your early 20s, you can get away with a lot. You, you definitely You can do some can. shitty things. You and really you can, can. kind of get away with it. You can. Yeah. Just that... No- oh, it's the heater. You definitely can get away with th- things that you shouldn't be able no. to get away with. You could be can. a little flaky and it's okay because everyone's a little flaky. Yeah, everyone's flaky. And that kind of makes you even cooler if you're flaky. But I feel like you hit a certain age and people are like, okay, this is not fun. This yeah, is not cool. There's expectations and, yeah. and they keep throwing this adult word around. Oh, I know. quotation marks. I'm doing on an audio medium. Well, I can see them. Bunny ears, yeah. For you. 
Is that what they were? Quote, adulthood, unquote. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you can get away with things. Um, and you should. And you should. So, yeah, I mean. So what we're saying here on Top 5 is whore it out, kids. Definitely. Whore it whore out. Whore around. Whore around. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? As long as you're rapping it, you're cool. Yeah. Just I be mean, safe. Be safe, yes. Be, be safe. Be safe. You know, which be brings safe. me to mine, which kind of works out. My, my fourth advice, try new things. Okay. I really thought for a second you were going to say don't have as many one-night stands. <laughs> which Do I look like awesome. a guy who had too many one-night stands? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> try new things. Try new things. Okay, is there something in mind that you have? Honestly, I wish it was as sexy as, like, One Night Stands. Oh, okay. But, well, yeah, try that, too. Try, yeah, try absolutely. What's, what's sec- try ass eating. I bet it's great. Try it. Everyone who's listening, yeah. eat some ass. Do you have an email address that your listeners can email you once um, they've tried it? Yes, you can email us at... Top5Taylor at gmail.com. Awesome. So, listeners, go forth, be tarty, eat ass, eat and ass. report back. Yeah, and uh, oh, oh, tweet us. Tweet us at, um, at top5 underscore podcast. Okay. That's top, wow. You the are number connected. five underscore podcast. Yeah, the email's just for like the business account. I didn't plan on giving it out, but I don't think anyone's gonna oh, okay. open up their phone, open up <laughs> Gmail, create new message, remember what the email account was. I, I don't even know if that's right, <laughs> and then send me a message. Okay. I think we'll be fine. It, honestly, and these are the try new things. This is how dull my my most of my life has been. All right. I didn't like Chinese food until I was like nineteen years old. Okay. I didn't know it was good. It's amazing. Yeah. I wouldn't try it because it looked weird. Okay. And it wasn't one of the five approved things that I would eat. Chicken nuggets, french fries, hot dogs, you know, kid food. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, it's the same thing. It's a, like, sesame chicken is a chicken nugget with sauce on it. Okay. You grew up in Buffalo. I actually grew up in Syracuse. Oh, that's right. Very I did, close. I did know that. I yeah, apologize. I say it a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> um, SU's actually playing right now. So, do you feel like you were presented with Chinese food that maybe is not as good as the food that you had at 19? Um, maybe. Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Right. However, I didn't try it. So I wouldn't know if it was good or not because I literally wouldn't even like oh, wow. like put it in my face hole. Okay. I would just be like, I don't like that. But wow. I didn't try it. I was a picky eater. I was yeah. a little asshole. Okay. Um, but, but that goes with other things. Like I wouldn't try sports, like try <laughs> to play a sport yeah. with friends because I was like, oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm not going to do it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Whereas I might enjoy it. I feel like I had the same issue. I didn't try sports because I was very self-conscious that I was not fit. I was, mm-hmm. you know, a pudgy. Well, in hindsight, I was not as pudgy as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> so that goes back to the whole, like, you are hot. Yeah, get it, girl. you don't realize how hot you are Eat Chinese food, try sports, get it, girl. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I was just, I, I said no to a lot of things. Even up into adulthood yeah. of, of, I was afraid to start a podcast. I wanted to do this for years. You were afraid. Now, why were you afraid? afraid? 
Um, I was afraid that I was like, oh, people will make fun of me. I will be bad at it. I'll do a bad job and everyone mm. will hate me. Um, so just kind of a, a self-conscious thing. Yeah. But now everyone already hates me, so I don't have to worry about it. Like, well, at least the two that I've listened to, you are actually very good. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Rate and subscribe. And I have listened to a lot of pod- podcasts myself. And there are some really boring ones out there. You know, kind of like where you wonder, did the person just not realize that they were oh, yeah, <laughs> recording like, their Like podcast. This American Life with Ira Glass. We're coming for you, Ira Glass. Oh, yeah. Sorry, um, we have a beef. You, you and Ira? Yeah, me and Ira Glass. Wow. We have a beef. I'm coming for him. We're going to be, he's number one on the podcast charts. I'm going to beat him. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. This American Life, really? I don't know if it still is. It was S-Town for a while, but that's produced by the same yeah. people. So I think if I can beat This American Life, we're going to be good. I, it's either that or Joe Rogan. I do not like that podcast. Hmm. I assume everyone knows about NPR, but I was talking to one of my liaison colleagues. Mm-hmm. Well, former colleagues, because sure. he doesn't work there anymore. And I mentioned listening to NPR, and he had never heard of NPR. So the National Public Radio? Yeah. He and just had no idea. Well, he asked me what was NPR. So I thought, well, maybe he's just never heard it abbreviated. So I said, you know, National Public Radio. All right, right. You know, that <laughs> um, thing everyone has. Yeah, but he'd never heard of it. That's... I mean, not, I've never listened. I've never right. heard of it. I've never heard of it. Yeah. That is surprising, because that's like a radio station everywhere in the world. Right. I mean, I was in Greece this summer, and I am pretty sure that even the BBC made time for yeah. NPR. So uh, he's not liberal, so maybe that's part of it, but, you that, know. I would say that's part of it, but also that's some that's a weird piece of ignorance to have. Yeah. Because even if you're super conservative, you could be like, those cucks that listen to NPR. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I mean, I know about, I don't know. Breitbart News, and I would yeah. never listen to them. Yeah. Um, so uh, that took me back. That's the, surprising. Yeah, the, the, and this guy is, you know, he's smart. He's older than me. Yeah. It's not like NPR is new. Like, I understand I have to explain podcasts to people sure. all the time. And I'm like, it's a radio show on your phone. They're like, yeah. oh, I got it. I'm like, see, it's easy. They're like, how do I get it? And I'm like, ooh, I can't go that far. Yeah. I can't Sorry, that. that's, yeah. That's I'll do my best. Allow me to my... read the Stitcher Copy yeah, for you. Mm, you know, I already had Stitcher on my phone, so I was very mm. glad to see that it did not require me downloading another. Right. Uh, I know a lot so. of people listen to this on SoundCloud, mm. and as much as I love SoundCloud and they do host us, it's kind of a pain in the ass. SoundCloud is unpredictable because yeah. I used to listen to a podcast called Guys We Fuck. Oh, I know Guys We Fucked. And with Corinne it, and. Uh, I yeah, can't remember. Corinne Becky. And... No, <laughs> no, no, no. It begins with a K. But, yeah, Corinne and... Not Colleen, but something like It'll that. It'll kill me. Yeah. I'll die before I... Well, we can look it up on the break. Yeah, we're going to um, look that up. And so one day I went to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I think when I was still in Boston at Liaison, mm-hmm. didn't realize my headphones went in. And <laughs> you know how their introduction is. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. Guys We Fuck. Yeah, so that just blasted. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who the lead was. I feel like at the time, Vicky might have been head of it, so I think she was very understanding. But it would... Yeah. I feel like she'd be pretty understanding. Yeah, I mean, she did have to deal with uh, Katrina 
dancing and uh, <laughs> uploading videos of herself dancing in the call center. So I think that was nothing. Like my, you know, mm. blasting. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So. Yeah, I once shot someone in the neck with a Nerf gun and she went, fuck, right on the phone. <laughs> oh my goodness. At liaison? Yes. Oh, wow. Who was it? Uh, that was Nicole Roth. Oh, I can see her doing Yeah. It. I don't think she was on the phone at the time, but other people heard it. Yay me. And uh, so yeah, try new things. Try uh, new things. Don't try salvia. What? What's Do you that? know the drug salvia? Uh, no, I don't. Oh, I tried it. What is it? It's, uh, I think it's a man-made product, and you smoke it. And it okay. is a high-powered hallucinogen, and don't try it. Oh, it's you like... You will just immediately trip... And uh, only last max a few minutes. Okay. But, you know, you'll never be able to get up the feeling of the carpet rolling up at your face and rolling you around in it and wrapping you oh in God. until you die um, out of your head for the rest of your life. So don't do salvia. What? <laughs> Here's the weird thing. There's a video of me doing it, and I did a bunch of funny things, and I have no recollection wow. of that. Um, that sounds like such a legit drug. I would have thought it was something for, I don't know, ADD or Right, doesn't depression. it? Oh, yeah, he's on salvia. It's yeah. Like, oh, it keeps yeah. him focused. You could go to, I don't know, Walgreens and get yeah. that. No one would What's your high. prescription? Oh, like 500 milligrams of Yeah, salvia. and no one would think anything of it. That sounds really legit. <laughs> sound legit? Uh, I think that's because it's a man-made product and it didn't get a, didn't get a fun name like marijuana. <laughs> Uh, man-made, like, a pharmacist made it? Uh, man-made in that I don't think it grows on a plant. Oh. Like, I don't think it's a plant. I see. It might, something might come from a plant. Okay. It looked like weed to me. So, in a way you're saying, say nope to dope. Say nope to, to dope. To, well, say no you to drugs. You could say, I would say, say yes to a fair number of drugs, yeah. but I would definitely say no to salvia. Good to know. I'm not going to tell people what to do. Just be safe. But also right. don't do salvia. It's yeah. not worth it. Apparently not. It's, it's, wow. What a bummer of a drug. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're going to take a drug. You're going to trip your balls off for five minutes, and then you're going to feel awful for two days. And it's like, all right, let's two do days. it. No, I, I think for the rest of the night, I was just done. I'm like, I'm very tired. I'm like, wow. you have the brain drain. And I'm like, yeah, I got the brain drain. Can we go home now? Those are some major side effects. For yeah. just a few minutes. Of yeah, a few bliss. minutes of something that isn't fun. Right. It's spring and the cat is... Um, shedding. Shedding. And, yeah. And I'm sorry, listeners can probably hear that. Sorry, listeners. I beat on the table during Steve's podcast, Pop 5, the other podcast on this network, and people got mad. They got mad? Yeah, because it's really loud and annoying. Oh. It really pisses people off. Yeah. Five okay. people just tuned out right there. Yeah, well... That's fair. That's fair. Georgina, we're going to take our first break. Awesome. We're going to take our first break. All right, when we come back, we'll have number four. Three. Number three. And two. And two of the top five pieces of advice you'd give your younger self. (laughs) Stay tuned! Welcome back to Top 5 Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Mitris. I'm joined today by Georgina. 
who is talking about her top five pieces of advice you'd give your younger self. And I'm hoping people at home are playing the home game of what would I tell myself? Because this is important stuff that people should know and also should think about. Because at some point you're going to talk to a young person and you're going to want to know what to tell them. I know my dad gave me a weird-ass advice <laughs> as a kid, and I was like, I don't think that applies. Yeah, but I think the issue is, because people give you advice when you're young, but you don't listen to it because you don't think it applies to you. You're right, because you know everything because you know you're the smartest because you're 17. Yeah, you're 17 or you're 23, and I, you're the exception, but you're not. I fear when my niece and nephew get to that age. Like, I fear it. I'm so afraid, mm. and I can only hope... That Uncle Taylor is still cool enough to be like, Mom and Dad, don't get it! But you let us order pizza, Uncle Taylor. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I So my first shout-out is my friend Will. Mm-hmm. He and I met when I was in grad school. He was an undergrad. Mm-hmm. And I... Everyone's always excited to graduate. And I said, don't be excited. Because the real world <laughs> is not cool. It really sucks. <laughs> you... you be excited that someone cares what you think about Aristotle's mm, work. Mm. Um, but no one ever believed me. And then he graduated and ended up working for a sales job, which he's not in anymore. So kudos but, to you, Will, because you, you're in an industry you want to be in. But he did say to me. I wonder what me, that's like. I don't know. Well, I really like my job right now. But mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, how? what's it like when you're 25 oh, yeah. <laughs> being in that? But he admitted to me. I was right, which was really nice to hear from someone. Um, Can you imagine getting in your time machine, telling your younger self then this stuff? Do you think your younger self would listen? Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. Younger self wouldn't be getting out there in her leather pants and go looking for uh, strange. No. So, so, yeah, that was was what I was thinking about the whole time was, yeah, this would be the advice, but. I don't think I'd Would even listen? listen to myself. I wouldn't listen. Um, I'm sure I've gotten this advice and I didn't oh, listen. Oh, I I don't think I've ever... Mm, I probably haven't gotten the you should have more one night stands. But I've definitely gotten the you should not... You know, you should... You know, you're a beautiful human being, so don't be so timid. Right, you definitely didn't believe them. You were like no. a horrible monster yeah, created like in no a lab in the basement who be near me. got left outside in the rain. Mm. That's how I felt my entire life. Yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, I have this golden voice. This should have just like... The golden voice of yeah. radio yeah. should have been on the BBC. I, sh- I was told once I sounded like the BBC, and I was also told I once sounded like Emma Thompson. So that... I can see. Yeah, I so... Um, so it, I was kind of indicated when Will said that, and then I also lost a friend because she was going to get her, I don't know, master's in poetry, and she... I don't think you need a degree for that. You don't. You don't. But she went, she got her MFA, and before she went, she said, because her plan was to be a professor, and she said that she was worried she was going to get out of grad school and realize that... She wasn't special. She wasn't the exception. And I guess that would have been my cue to be like, don't worry, Molly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I said, Molly, you're not the exception. You are not special. And her and I are not friends anymore. (laughs) Which I guess makes sense. Because, like, at 23, that's not what you want to hear from your friends. (laughs) I'm sure through the magic of social media, we could find out if she was or was not special. She is not a professor. Uh, I am on her. Good and bad. 
We are LinkedIn and uh, on LinkedIn, and sure. she is not a professor. That's a shame. I know two people who are professors, and they are both in the STEM fields. And they're both brilliant. And I don't think that being professor, maybe for Joe, but sure. my friend Paul definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't think had planned to be a professor. Well, those who can't do teach and those who can't do anything try to teach and then don't. I'm speaking from personal. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. So. Georgina, now that we're into the part two of our podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. what is your number three piece of advice? So, my number three piece of advice would be have a financial plan for yourself. Mm. Be fiscally responsible because Mm -hmm. when I was younger I wanted to be a teacher and I remember people saying oh you don't make a lot as a teacher and I was like that's fine I don't care and now that I'm an adult and I don't make nearly as much as a teacher would make well maybe maybe I've finally gone depends on what state you're in some teachers (laughs) they just hand them some crackers and tell them to fuck off so I think if I was in West Virginia (laughs) yeah you'd be doing fine I would be doing fine once you get health care because you're doing good then um, and I always said, oh, I don't care. I don't care that I, mm-hmm. and I was a great warrior in my childhood, adolescent, early college days, but I never worried about my finances. And that is what something I should have been worried about. Do you wish you'd started your 401k earlier? Uh, you know, I actually started my 401k when I first started working, so that is not, not the issue, not but the issue. Um, I just wish that I had been much, not even financial planning, like, oh, this is my fund to buy a house. Right. But... Not the big stuff, but not the little the big stuff? stuff? Just the little stuff. Where do you find your money is going that, that is, you're not happy about? Um, or was going that you know. Oh, don't about. worry. This this my money will continue to go <laughs> to this. This is a younger self yesterday kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, no, this is like before you go to grad school. Okay. My money goes towards my student loans, which are a hundred K. Jesus God. I know. Where did you I, go? Um well I went to Suffolk University. So uh, in Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. very expensive. In fact, at originally, I was going to say that my piece of advice to myself would be <laughs> don't go to Boston. Don't go to grad school. Um, but I actually don't think that that is something I would want because I wouldn't be here. Right, exactly. Doing this podcast yeah. now. So, and I would never <laughs> Like that was the life goal you were working towards. <laughs> yeah. You got a master's so you can come on Taylor's podcast yeah. and talk um, into a $60 microphone attached to a laptop yeah but it, it makes my voice actually bearable like isn't it good yeah it's the I, low diaphragm i mean i can't say that when this finally does get uploaded i'll want to listen to my voice but oh, right now i i don't i feel like i sound okay um so i don't think i would go so far as to say that i would tell myself don't go to boston but mm-hmm. I, d- I definitely would say you know yes you're getting your master's in ethics and public policy um have you thought about the job market in Boston, mm-hmm. and what are your, how are you going to support yourself? Because I just assumed everything would fall into place, and it didn't. And now I'm really glad I'm in Buffalo, and things are not as dire at all. When I think ethics, I think Buffalo. I know you do. I know you do. Because um, I think anything, I think Buffalo. Yeah. So, uh, 
so a lot of great things came from being in Boston, mm-hmm. but a lot of bad things came. Like I was 32. This was like my lowest point. I was 32. And you give like, it out your age a lot. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Well, Get out there and party. Put on your sexy pants. Well, <laughs> well is this, you did something wrong with giving out my... Uh, just because I want it to, you know, no, like... No, 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 for um, people. For people. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm glad you're very forward with it. Well, because who wants to listen to a, I don't know, like 24-year-old be like, these are my regrets or my advice. Oh, yeah. Fuck that person. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. You don't um, know regrets until you have to have science figure it out for you. And I think 32 will lend a bit more panic for this story because I came back... I was working at Liaison, came back. It was Friday, it was mm-hmm. November in mm-hmm. Boston. And the apartment that I shared with who knows how many roommates. I actually never figured out how many I had. <laughs> just people you kind of see. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Yeah. Oh, hey. And they're just robbing the place. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, You're my roommate, right? Yeah, probably. I'm just taking the TV. Yeah, probably. Um, the power was out. And I said to my roommate, Hey, you did put the electricity in your name, right? Because I did mention that that would need to be done. Right. And he had not, but had not wanted to tell me because he was upset I would be angry. It was November. It was cold. It was past 5 p.m. So I couldn't... I think I did call the emergency phone number. Yeah, like I need power or I'm going to But they couldn't get anything. They couldn't get anyone out for the weekend. Of course not. They couldn't even put it in my name because my credit was that bad. And it was just like I one didn't of these. Know that was a thing for power. Well, it is in Boston. Uh, <laughs> I think I if you tried that in here. Buffalo, <laughs> well, everyone would die. I know. There wouldn't be any need for power. Um, We'd all be dead. Yeah. So, and I remember. I don't remember why I needed to iron my clothes if it was the weekend. Uh, maybe it was a Thursday and they couldn't come okay. out. Okay. But I remember going down to the basement that did have electricity and ironing my clothes on the, I don't know, the dryer and calling my mom. And my mom said, you know, sweetheart, you need, you need to get out of this situation. And mm-hmm. it that was, does sound very unpleasant and not healthy. Yeah. So, um, I'm not saying that Boston, I'm not saying if I had a financial plan, mm-hmm. that wouldn't have happened. But I feel like if I had been more mindful of my finances, I would not have allowed that. Do you have roommates now? I do. I do have roommates. And I was very hesitant to get roommates after that because my last place in Boston, I ended up with all the bills. Of my course. Name. Um, but my roommates now are great. And I don't think I have any bills in my name. City of good neighbors. Yeah. These are great guys. They're um, three divorcees so it's kind of okay next question what brothel are you running out of your apartment just curious what the situation is no no three divorcees oh yeah well you know it's kind of like if i liked zoe deschanel it'd be like me in the new girl yeah except i hate her (laughs) um and i love her i will fight you yeah, of course. Every man loves her. She's because she's, she's my t- manic pixie dream girl who's gonna take me out of my horrible life and make me fun. Yeah, yeah. You did you see what she did to what's his name Joseph Gordon Levitt's character in Five Hundred Days? Days of Summer? Yeah, that's what she'll do I have to a you. Poster in the other room of yeah, that movie. He's yeah. amazing. Oh, she chewed me up and spit me out. Yeah, I mean me? that movie was really. Uh, Quite extraordinary because I think he is the dream man for every woman and she is the dream girl for every man. And and it doesn't work out. 
It doesn't work Spoiler out. Alert In fact, that's for a movie probably that came out in 2005. why the movie is so popular because then we all believe that those two will go out and then they'll find yeah. us, the Watcher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Zoe is up for grabs after she Joe Levitt goes off yeah. somewhere else. Well, I guess it implies that he's not up for. Well, no, she gets married. She gets married, but he is meeting people at the end. Yeah. Awesome. Um, awesome. <laughs> So, I would go out with just Gordon Lovett, and oh, I am okay. not a homosexual man, but god damn is oh. he charming. Well, I I hate to say it, but if you and Zoe get together, I am not double dating. I know. Fine. I know that was something Fine. you really worried about. Fine, I guess. You don't have to come. Yeah. We're probably going to go somewhere super cool. Yeah, well, I'm sure you will, but she'll be there. Like so. The- <laughs> With her irritating, I'm so quirky and adorable. I'm quirky. Look at my bags. Yeah. All right, Taylor. What's your <sighs> number three piece uh, of advice? Weirdly appropriate. Oh, good. My number three is jerk off before any major decision. I waited for you to take a drink to say that. Okay, I think that's awesome. I think it's important. Is that really? It. I wrote it down. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think it's very important because the person you are when your balls are full is an entirely different person than when your balls are empty. I wish I had a more couth way to say that. When your chi is not aligned and is erratic, okay. you are want to take uh, uh, bad courses of action and make poor decisions. I know yeah. two, my two greatest regrets would have been solved... <laughs> If I had jerked off beforehand. Okay, can can you expand on that? Um, not those two things, but I can expand on the general concept. Sure, go for uh, it. Uh, so basically, uh, uh, I think men are wild animals, and okay. I think they will remain wild animals. However, the way you feel after uh, expulsing uh, is entirely different from the way you feel beforehand you know those thirsty ass dudes riding around (laughs) looking for whatever like the dude at the bar who is just yeah just dying to get a hold of something yeah he doesn't have to be that guy he probably isn't most of the time okay if you take care of your business ahead of time ahead of making any major decision especially involving girls and finances. Mm. Those are the two big ones. Because you get all excited and you're like, I'm, I got a thousand bucks. I owe a thousand bucks my credit card. I'll just pay it off and then I'll have no money, but it'll be fine because that'll be paid off. It's all set. We're done. And then you do it. And that was the wrong decision. Wait, hold on. That sounds like a great decision. Well, if you only had a thousand dollars and you paid off your credit oh. card a thousand dollars, you have zero dollars. Yeah, it's true. Which, and you just have to use what your What you should card. do is pay 500 yeah. and then have 500 or whatever. Okay. Don't leave yourself with zero money. Yeah. But you're not thinking ahead because you're only thinking towards the next release, which right. is the primary goal because men are stupid. Okay. So or impulsively I am paying off a credit card. And that's that. a bad example. A better example would be fucking something you shouldn't be putting your dick in. <laughs> Don't put your dick in crazy girls. No, ladies, gentlemen. No, but you make poor decisions sure. and you're willing to break bro code and uh, a general, you know, uh, uh, poor mannerisms. And sometimes you're just a dick. You ever go yeah. to a party? Like, these dudes who go to parties, I'm saying these dudes, 
as if I'm pretending it's not me when I was 20. Oh, wow, okay. I, you go to parties and you're looking for something, and then you're just a dick the whole time. So instead of having fun, instead of being a cool guy, instead of being someone someone wants to be near, you're just a dick the whole time, running mm. around with an armed bazooka in your pants. <laughs> Okay. It's not a bazooka, trust me. But you know what right, I mean. Right, okay. Um, I mean, I can I can see that, I guess. So. I think there's a few dudes in the audience going, eh. Yeah, I'm sure there are. I'm, God, I hope so. I don't think I'm the few. only one. I'm pretty this sure any dude. very specifically for a 17-year-old Taylor. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like that probably could apply to a lot of men. I think even if they were in their 30s or 40s. I think it just realigns your chi. Yeah, okay. It, it puts you in a, a, a better space. So do you, there are decisions you have made. Yes. That you feel your life would be different if you had just stopped for five minutes. And jerked off. And jerked off. It might not have taken five minutes, but okay. yes. Okay. It would have only taken 45 seconds. No. Um yeah, no, I think yeah. I would have made better okay. decisions. Wow, okay. And I think I'd be a better person now, and I think I would have less to worry about and less regret, which I think is something in life you're trying to avoid is these these horrible regrets. Yeah, okay. So do you think that 17-year-old Taylor would listen to this advice? I mean, not like that guy needed an excuse to jerk off. Right, that's the other thing. Do okay. guys, like, really guys will, like, hold off to go make a bad decision? It doesn't take long. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta do a second one. Oh, so it's not just you know, but just make sure that I, your business is taken care of. I would say of. as you're about to make this decision, go. Conversely, it's like right. okay, I can go off and make a poor decision, yeah. or I can take care of this, and then we'll see how I feel afterwards. Yeah. And how you feel afterwards, I promise you, will be we should play video games. And by we, I mean me alone. Okay, versus, like, we should go hook up, crazy girl. Right. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm using that as an example. Yeah, no, I get it. So that is a good point. Um, I, I gotta say, for your listeners, your cat's really cute. She's My like cat's adorable. perched on you, looking Misha, lovingly. Misha is a thing for other girls, and she's usually not allowed in the studio. Oh. Um, usually she has to go take a nap, because she acts like a tiny douche when she's in here. Oh. Uh, and now she's Miss Cuddly Pants. She's doing okay. She's very cute. And yes. she's looking at you like she just loves you so oh, much. Yes. So, um, well, I think that's a very good piece of advice. I mean, I assume it's a good piece of advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea if it works that way on women. I assume, I kind of think it doesn't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Think, I don't think because so. Because there isn't like a build up. Or yeah, I, mm, I don't think so. Okay, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't I don't think that that has ever I don't think I have ever experienced mm -hmm, poor decision mm -hmm, making mm -hmm. because because of... I've been like sexually frustrated. Mm -hmm. But the, you are talking to the woman who wishes that she had, yeah, had right, right, right. more one night stands. Cuz you so. were always upstairs playing down, downstairs DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is great on an audio yeah. media. Yeah. So, but okay, interesting. And I am sure that your male listeners probably either agree or will now take that into consideration. I think they should. I, I think you should just for so. safety. For safety. Sure. Yeah. Cuz you know, you don't want to end up with crazy. You don't want to end up with crazy. Don't put your dick in crazy. There we go. That's actually another piece of advice I crossed off the list. And I was like, that's not 
nice. Like, that's not a kind thing to say. Yeah. Maybe crazy needs to. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, I, I feel like m- men put up with a lot of crazy women. And my conclusion is that crazy women must be really good in bed. Yeah, generally, yeah. yeah. It's usually a, a hot or crazy mark. But, yeah. you know, I I was in a relationship as a young man, and I was thinking to myself later, I would never, ever, ever in a million years put up with any of that. I'd be like, oh, you got to go home. you got to leave now. I'm going to bed, and I never want to see you again. Right. Like, I very... This is a fun story I tell at parties. I was uh, I went on a few dates with a girl, and we were deciding on where we were going to go to dinner over the text message, and I was going to come pick her up, and uh, and like I named a couple of places near her house to make it easy for her, and, and then she just stopped talking to me forever. Yeah, she might have died. I don't know. Yeah, I and, and I was like, that. that's amazing. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's a person I'll never talk to again. Right, and that's fine. And then she, she texted me later, like months later, Whoa. months later, just to apologize, say, hey, sorry, I was a dick. And I was like, young Taylor would run right back to yeah. her in search of the nookie. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, hey, thanks. I appreciate you saying that. Have a good life. Like just, yeah. I have no hard feelings, but all right, that was a fucked up thing you did and it's over and you're not a human being. I want to be her. However... Younger Taylor would be like, size F titties, we gotta go. We gotta go. There's no choice. They're huge. Okay. What are we gonna do? So you've, you've grown in your experience. In my experience, yes. Yeah. And that's why I think, I'm gonna say conservatively, 29-year-old Taylor should have given some advice. to. Honestly, even like three years ago, I could have used that advice. Sure. Wait, when did this happen? Because I remember... Recently. You, yeah, you told me this at New, New Year's. Years. And New Year's, yes. Um, I just talked to her... So months later being... <sighs> Less than a month ago? Yeah, okay, so two months later. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, yeah, in the realm of dating, that certainly is months later. Yeah, that's... In the realm <laughs> of communication, yeah. that is well, months yes, later. Well, yes, you are right. She could have run the length of the Mediterranean to hand me... You know, a, a papyrus scroll, and been like news from Thebes. It's true. It would only take two months. And and where where are we starting, and where are we ending when I'm it comes s- to the Mediterranean? Oh, oh man! Well, you know, honestly, what what is the old phrase? The Mediterranean is three months long. That's a historical thing. The idea that news can only travel so quickly mm. so far and that's why people do stupid things in history and you're like why didn't they do that it's like because they had no idea mm. that's that's true a lot of things could have been avoided i think i know you know yeah because i mean how far is constantinople from the papal states uh i don't know but a, about a month but um, yeah and that could have happens. prevented the crusades that's true. That a lot can happen in a month. I feel yeah. like a lot can happen in a week. Time's faster now. Yeah. Because New York and Los Angeles is two seconds apart now, as opposed to when it used to be a year apart. Yeah. What airlines are you traveling on? Not physically. I don't have to hand someone oh. papyrus. I can oh. send a text. <laughs> okay. We've yes. got this new thing called phones and computers. Yeah. No. 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 Right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Takes out the... Uh, Some historical shit. I have a degree in that. Um, in history. I have a history degree. Do you? I wow, do. I have a minor in history. One of my 
Mm. We'll talk about it in the bonus round. Okay. We'll talk about good. Georgina, I got to know. Yeah. What's your number two? Okay, my number two is. So let me start with Have you seen the movie Crimson Peak? I love Crimson Peak okay. with uh, the Guillermo del Toro movie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. With so, the ghosts. Yeah, with the ghosts. Do ghost. you want to give a recap for our listeners? Sure. Well, hopefully or I can, I at can least, do it At justice. least what is relevant. Okay. So it is about this young woman who I guess lives in Buffalo, New York. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is very confusing because yeah. they shout out a few places. They're like, over in Delaware Park. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think at the time I was watching it, I actually noticed that. And I was in Buffalo. but so this In, in young, the 19th century, we're a very classy city to live yeah. in. Yeah. You well, know, 150 years ago. Yeah. So. Yes. Young woman. Uh, well, okay. So young woman, as a little girl, loses her mother. Mm-hmm. And then one night her mother comes to her as a really scary ghost. Uh, I mean... <laughs> uh, uh, a very lady in black yeah, type of like, scary really Victorian creepy. ghost. Yeah. Um, and says to her daughter, I don't remember the I don't character's remember. name, um, beware Crimson Peak. So I guess this stays with the daughter. And your she... advice is to beware Crimson Peak. This no. is good. This has been top five, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. no, that would definitely be like top two and one. <laughs> you wear um, Tom Hiddleston. Oh. Hiddleston? Hiddlesworth. What is um, his name? His name is Tom Hiddleston, and there he this actually is going to tie into okay. it. So anyway, young girl gets warned by her mother. She's brought up by her father, who... Is wealthy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he does, but he's wealthy, and she's independent, and she's writing, and she runs into this charming, good-looking. Was it Chris Pine? No, it's Tom Hiddleston. Oh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. Okay, in this movie. Yeah, so okay. she, but I can, I yeah. Is so Chris she, Pine in that movie? No, he's God not. But it. there's like a a, a knockoff. Chris Pine. <laughs> it's like, brand. get me Chris Pine, but he was busy, so they the got Wegmans him The like, Wegmans brand, Chris yeah, Pine. Yeah, yeah. Which is just as good. Yeah, just as good. And, I mean, you know, he was, he's good looking. Yes. He, so, and I think that the character's name that Thomas, Thomas, Tom Hiddleston plays no, is called Thomas Sharp. So, they meet, and they fall in love with each other, mm-hmm. and he has this really creepy sister, but so anyway, they get married, and but not before her father passes away, right. or I think she knows that he's murdered. I don't know, but that's she, right. He was murdered in murdered. a bathroom, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they leave Buffalo, and she's now inherited his wealth. Mm-hmm. They go to England, where him and his creepy sister have this house that they've inherited as children. And she, this character, uh, the actress' name is like Mia, and I can't say her last name, so we'll just call this woman Mia. Sure. Uh, except her name is on the tip of my tongue, so I. Th- her name okay. was it was Jessica Chastain, wasn't it? Yeah, so it? that's the creepy sister. Okay, this creepy sister, uh, Mia. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Was a Kowski. Yeah. Oh, and and uh, and BS. Uh, oh, I feel like an asshole now. 
It was Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Oh. Not Chris Pine. Yeah. Well, I knew it wasn't Chris Pine. So, does it say the character's name? The character's name was Edith. Edith. Okay, so E.D. Edith. So, Edith and, is it Thomas Sharp? Am I right? I believe Thomas Sharp was in that. Yeah. Okay, so Thomas, Edith Edith and... Yep, Thomas Sharp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Tom Hiddleston. (laughs) So, they're married. They're in England in this creepy mansion, and Mm -hmm. it's cold, and Edith is really unhappy, and I guess incredibly tired all yes. the time. All the time. All the time. Like Victorian era fainting time. Yeah. Uh, now, are we? Am I giving a recap? Like it's of what's going... what's appropriate for what you need to tell us. Oh. Okay. Oh, fuck spoilers! The movie came out like five years ago. Yeah, it did. Well, I don't need to recap. Not the whole much. movie. Okay. Well, anyway, as it, so, basically, it and I am going to uh, spoil the movie, it turns out that uh, Thomas Sharp and his sister... Oh, yeah, sister. Yes. They sister. are... <laughs> In the Game of Thrones way of sister. Yeah. So they're, they've got this weird, like, incestuous relationship, and they go around where Thomas Sharp marries wealthy women. Mm-hmm. And then the sister and him, I feel like it's mostly just the sister, they poison them and they leave their vast fortune mm-hmm. to the good looking Thomas Sharp. Yes. And I'm not even certain why they're trying to keep this ridiculous uh, mansion going. Uh, Victorian reasons. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very, um... oh crap. Jane, Jane Eyre? Yeah, Jane Eyre. Yeah. yeah. So, um, basically, but this time, Thomas Shop falls in love with Edith. Mm-hmm. Of course he does, because she's so wonderful and different yeah, from he, Buffalo. Yes, she is. And he throws it out there because the soil is red. And I'm not even certain what they're doing, but something to do with soil. Mm-hmm. And he throws it out there nonchalantly. You'll see why this place is called crimson peak and suddenly it she realizes i'm in trouble right yeah so anyway um it it ends okay yeah kind of not sure. really but everyone's you know. a ghost yeah well sort of kind of kind i of. she makes it um but the beautiful tom hiddleston doesn't oh poor loki yeah, yeah. <laughs> barely so, knew he. You know what really killed him? That relationship with Taylor Swift. Oh my goodness, definitely. I was so worried for him. Yeah. Do you think it's real, that relationship? No. Do you, you, okay. Not in a million years. I mean, they're not together anymore. But. I think he knew her and was like, oh, she seems cool. But I think that's as far as it went yeah. because he's a well-educated English man and, and knows how to see poison when it's coming, yeah. no matter how good those legs are. Yeah. Well, sh- yeah. Okay, so the advice I would give myself. So... Crimson Peak yes. was filmed in Buffalo. Yes. Part of it. Part of it. And then part of it was in Toronto. And I believe it was filmed around 2014, 2015. Uh, so, I know it came out in 2015. Okay. So how, I would say maybe yeah. 2014. 2014. So my advice to myself is get yourself to Buffalo and meet Tom Hiddleston. Because I really think, especially if he's going to go <laughs> for Taylor Swift, I think he and I would have hit it off. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we recap the entire movie of Crimson Peak. So you could say that Tom Hiddleston yeah. filmed in Buffalo once and you should have come here faster? Yeah. I didn't know it filmed in Buffalo. Yeah, well, only the... Only the Buffalo parts? <laughs> I thought it looked weirdly familiar yeah. because it had all this Gilded Age architecture. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we have that. Yeah, no, the recap was completely unnecessary. I'm so upset I requested it. Yeah, well, I... Well, any honestly, I can recommend Crimson Peak as a fun romantic ghost story that was occasionally frightening. And mm. I didn't know, and I should have known, Doug Jones, who plays Abe Sapien and the fish man in uh, Shape of Water, played the mother. Played the mother? The in... dead mother. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, he plays monsters entirely. Okay. So that would be my advice to myself. Now, I almost probably could have made it. Well, because I was in Boston. Mm-hmm. 2013, 2014. I mean, I was in grad school, but I feel like I could have taken the time to get to Buffalo and just find him. You could have gotten here, like, just driven without reason. Yeah, well, you're right. Absolutely. Um, and as we were saying, I feel like if he's willing to entertain the idea of Taylor Swift, I've got it in the bag. I mean, he's clearly not looking for personality, if that's the case. Well, yeah. So I mean, that would be an issue. You both talk like Dickensian street urchins. Yeah, he's so, got I mean. the most beautiful voice. I didn't even know he existed until I watched Thor Ragnarok. And the only that's reason... The, that's the third one! I know, I know. He's been around for a while. Um, and I didn't realize he was there. Um, what is it you like about... Oh my god, he's so dishy. He's got the most beautiful voice. It's like orgasmic. And he's just so uh, classy and he seems like he's very charming and humble. He seems very very classy, but he might just be confusing me with his British accent. Well, as someone who is not as confused, but still kind of taken. Mm -hmm. I No, I think it's legitimate. You think it's legit? He's actually classy and not just sound smarter than me? Yeah, I think he is legitimately smart. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Um, So I saw him in Thor Ragnarok, which I wouldn't have seen if it hadn't been my friend Rebecca who suggested. So Mm -hmm. shout out to Rebecca. Thank you for introducing me to my great love. It's weird that you came out of that and your great love wasn't the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, it's funny. People have said that to me. And I do think that Chris Helmsworth is good looking and he's right and he's Australian. Mm-hmm. So he is already Australian. the sex appeal is is up there. He's a cool guy from what I've seen. Cool guy. He does Now, he does seem cool. And it's okay because apparently Tom and Chris are BFFs. Are they? Yeah. That makes me warm inside. Yeah. That so... makes me happy when people like that get along yeah. because they have to be in each other's movies every time. Yeah. So they, they love each other. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen interviews. I really have invested a lot of time <laughs> into getting to know about uh, Tom Hiddleston. And do you have Amazon Prime? I do have Amazon yeah, Prime. Yeah. So Tom Hiddleston is in an excellent series called The Night Manager. And I will totally plug it. It's uh, plug it based on a John Le Carre book about espionage, and it has Hugh Laurie, who is Doctor House. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. also English. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which I didn't know until right. I saw Pride and Prejudice. I'm yeah. like, he has a great English yeah, accent. He, he was... does good at that. <laughs> He's great in there. Um, so definitely anyone who has Amazon Prime, go watch it. Because it, it is really good. Whether or not you love 
Tom Hiddleston or not, it it it's worth sticking with. Um, and it's like lifestyle porn. I think a lot of it is filmed in Mallorca, and it's just beautiful. Ooh, fancy. So, yeah, um, I I've watched almost every movie I can get my hand on with Tom Hiddleston, with the exception of that movie he did. I think Walk the Line. Was uh, he in Walk the Line with I, Johnny Cash? The Johnny Cash movie. Yeah, and and the reason I have not watched it is. I I need his voice to be... He's going to do an American accent yeah, in that he, movie. Yeah, he did do an American accent. Oh, that's going to be weird. That freaks me out. Yeah. I I think he did an okay job. Yeah. But... You know who does a surprisingly good job is Benedict Cumberbatch. Does he? There maybe once or twice in all of Doctor Strange that I pick up on, that sounds a little odd the way he says that. Hmm. But other than that... Fucking spot on. So, I should watch that movie. It's a little mid-Atlantic. He's a little... Okay. He's a little uh, James Cagney, like like a little... Um, you know those turn-of-the-century actors that are that are just... They sound sort of British and sure. sort of American. Yeah. He sounds a little like that occasionally, but mostly he really leans on his R's a little too hard. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I will watch that movie. So your top... Two. Two. That was yeah. your top two. Yeah. So out of four we've done so far, two of them were you should fuck someone. <laughs> One of them was someone specific. One of them was just more people. Uh, I wouldn't want just a one-night stand with Tom Hiddleston. I'm, oh. I'm pretty sure if we met... Trust me, we all got that. Yeah. You would chain him up in your basement. <laughs> I get it. We're all on the same page with that one. He yeah. is definitely going to be a captive after that. that is, I don't know if he'd be a captive. But... I, I'm, I'm getting some misery vibes off of that. Like, if, if I was told you hobbled Tom Hiddleston and just Never. kept him, I could, I could totally get no, it. No, that's sad that you feel like I'm, you know, giving out those Kathy Bates... <laughs> Vibes. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> Everyone here feels totally safe. Yeah, well, um, my friend Emily and I mm-hmm. pretty much mostly just communicate in Tom Hiddleston um, GIFs. 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 Yeah, GIFs, GIFs uh, on Facebook. So shout out to Emily because she really is supportive in <laughs> oh. this. <laughs> in yeah, this that's obsession. what we call an enabler. Yeah, well... Thank you, Emily, for being an enabler. Fabulous. Yeah. I sent her a postcard saying uh, that she's invited to my wedding with Tom, mm-hmm. and I really appreciated her support, even though he chose me and not her. And I really wonder, did the postman that delivered that postcard think, one, who the hell is sending this postcard? We read all postcards. Yeah. So were they like, why is this bitchy woman who's like... <laughs> Lauding over the fact that this Tom has chosen her and not her friend Emily. <laughs> That's true. What a, out of context? Yeah. That is a horrible thing to read. And um, why is she sending a wedding invitation via a postcard from New Mexico? Mm, confusing. So, but Emily was very good about it. So, major shout out to Emily. Shout and outs. I, yeah, and there are going to be more shout outs. There's been a lot so far. Yeah, I have These a people lot. better all rate and subscribe, or I swear to God, I'm pulling the plug. <laughs> I'm I don't sure. know. An hour, eleven minutes in, I don't think they're gonna make it. Ooh, I, I'm not supposed to say the time because then they can tell if I edited it. <laughs> well, you might have to edit that. I might have to edit that. Um. Okay. All right. Well, what's your top two? Top. Yeah. Second. My second piece of a second. 
Last. Second. Second. Yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. on there. We're yeah. on here. Second. Second. Fourth if you're playing the other way. Yeah. The other podcast goes backwards. Oh. Pop, pop five goes backwards to top five, and it, I, I don't know. I just can't keep up. So uh, my, my number two piece yeah. of advice I would give my younger self is from a video game. Are you prepared? Yeah. Wow. Okay. The man who chases two rabbits will lose them both. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's actually an old Iroquois phrase, mm. but it basically mean be decisive. Because if you're trying real hard at two different things, what are the chances one or both will work out? Pick a thing and do the thing. Okay. Because I often will find myself, oh, I'm trying a little bit over here, trying a little bit over there, trying to be Mr. Jack of all trades, and I'm not good at anything. Mm. And none of it works out. Okay. What's the most recent situation you found yourself? Um, I liked two girls. Yeah. Okay. And I tried a little bit on each of them. And this is the story. <laughs> that oh, sounds wow. weird. Oh, yeah. That sounds like I'm sprinkling something on them. I tried a little bit on each. <laughs> um, and, and it's like, no, focus your time. Okay. Be specific. Be direct. Be decisive. Which are all things I'm still not, but I feel okay. like if I'd started earlier, god damn it all! I feel if I'd started earlier, I am very sensitive to sound in podcasts, so that kind of thing drives me crazy. My phone went off in the last episode. I'm really glad I didn't drop anything. Yeah. Um, so uh, just be decisive, which is hard for me. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I can, I can certainly. Agree with that. Yeah. As far as yeah. It's it's also a thing of no half measures. Don't half ass it. Sure. Pick your rabbit. Pick and your go rabbit. Get it. Yeah. So I'm gonna guess in your example, mm-hmm. you didn't get either rabbit. Didn't get either. Lost both of them. You did. Okay. I hate to compare courting women to yeah. chasing and murdering rabbits. Right. Well, I yeah. But you understand. I do, cause. You know, I'm like the modern day Kathy Bates, apparently. Yeah. I just want to say that if Tom Hiddleston is listening to this, I would not bash your ankles in. That's fair. <laughs> would you chase that rabbit, though? I know you would. You chase that rabbit and that rabbit alone. Absolutely. Okay, if Loki and Thor are there, which rabbit are you chasing? Oh, You're definitely taking. Definitely. Definitely taking. Definitely Loki. However, if you tried to chase both, probably it's lose true. them both. Well, yeah, it's true. It's true. So, did they find? Did these girls find out about each other? Is that why it didn't work out? No, I okay. think it was just a lack of my. Because I mean, it was in the very early courting phase. It wasn't like yeah. I was trying to date two girls at the same time, but it was just a lack of focus on my part. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh hey Misha, what's up? How them claws treating you? Sorry. No, you're good. She's usually not allowed in here, but she's been That's so okay. cool. She's very sweet, and even that is okay. Until someone says the MK Ultra words. Yeah. When so oh, by Misha Cat comes to... Oh, she's gone. She doesn't love me anymore. It's fine. But no, uh, and even in other things, in there's a job I'm looking for. Okay. And I know you want to cast a wide net for that kind of thing, but you should focus on one career path. That is true. I know that when I was applying for jobs in Boston after grad school, it got to the point where I was just applying for any job. Mm-hmm. And I remember being on the phone interviewing and the person asked, you know, why do you, why do you want to work here or why are you interested? And I, 
as I was saying this ridiculous bullshit answer, right? I realized, oh my god, I I do not sound <laughs> sincere whatsoever, and it's clear I'm just looking for a job. You're just like, I gotta eat. Yeah, <laughs> my um, rents do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's not a terror. <laughs> like, they must know that that's. Why people are. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, I would never ask that question if I was interviewing because I don't care. Yeah. What are you, you going to say? Oh, it's been my dream to do this. It's true. This inter, you know, um, thing. When I interviewed at Office Depot when I was a undergrad, mm-hmm. they asked, like, why do you want to work here? And I didn't say this, but I always wanted, like, I've always wanted to go back and apply for a job like that now where it doesn't matter if I get the job and say something like, because I'm passionate about pencils. Like, would that get you the job? <laughs> I don't know. Sell I mean, me this pen. Yeah. And then also sell all these pens. That's our job. We sell pens. Yeah. Um, so I think that, and I, I know that that also came out when I interviewed for the CSM position. Mm-hmm. That it was so clear that I just kind of wanted to get out of WebAdmit. And so when I interviewed for QA, it was truly one. It was probably the first job in a long time, mm-hmm. maybe the first job I've ever interviewed for, where it was, I really do want to be in this department. Mm-hmm. And you're right, you do want to pick a career. I mean, not to say you always know, mm-hmm. like there could no, be a you career. won't know, you won't know. But but um, what's important is you pick one, pick even one. if you're wrong. Yeah, you picked one. I mean, being decisive is good. It is good. And I I wish I was that person, and I'm not. Yeah, I I agree. I wish I'd started. That's the thing. If I was like, eight-year-old Taylor, if you're chasing two rabbits, (laughs) pick one of the rabbits. Yeah. Um, And it... Okay. Uh, Oh, we talk about it. Okay. So uh, on the video game podcast, I talk about how much I love Civilization. Mm -hmm. It's It's a video game where you... Uh, build your own civilization and when you get certain things when you research this or research that a booming voice and i'm pretty sure it was uh it was spock oh okay Uh, letter nimoy would was the narrator and it would say like a little quote to go along with what you just learned and the quote for hunting was always which is very early in the game was the man who chases two rabbits will lose them both wow this is been so reoccurring. Every time life. I open this game yeah. and start a new thing, within the first half hour, I will hear the man who chases oh, two rabbits will wow. lose them both. And that's beaten into my brain now to the point where I say it to myself and then just don't follow it. Mm. So I feel like in my time machine, if, you know, 29-year-old Taylor had said to 15-year-old Taylor, the man who chases two rabbits will lose them both. Might work out a little bit better than just Leonard Nimoy. Do you think so? No, he'd probably say, who is this crazy bald yeah. man? Could you even get to your eight-year-old self? No, that creates a time paradox, but we don't need to get into Well, no, that. I meant, like, yeah. Could I, could I get to him? Well, like, could I get through to him? Yeah, I mean, because I read somewhere about the whole idea of, like, going back and, mm-hmm. um, like, killing baby Hitler. Yeah, it's... It's the reason time travel can't exist. However, well, there are only fixed points in time. Other things are changed. I'm pretty sure right now is not a fixed point in time. So I can go back and say to Taylor, could you cut it out? (laughs) Could you you please? For me, 
please, yeah. would you, would you just be cool? Just be cool this once. Just for once be cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but so one of the points they make with baby Hitler is, okay, so say you can get there, <laughs> but how are you going to get a hold of this baby? It's not going to get handed to you. That's true. I, I mean, I know that's such a... That is such a thing. Uh, nitpicky but I thing. I feel though. like if I went back in time and saw Hitler at any any age, mm. there would be five time travelers ahead of me in line trying to stab yeah. him. And, yeah. and that's why that's a fixed point in time. You can't yeah. change it. Yeah. It's a good point. So. Or it's already been changed a hundred thousand times. Mm-hmm. And we don't know because it changes the timeline along with it. Welcome to Sci-Fi Hour. Mm. I'm your host, Taylor <laughs> Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That actually leads mm, in. It's a lot. Nicely. That's a lot. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take our last break. When we come back, you will know the number one thing we would say to our younger yeah. self to try to get out of this horrible situation <laughs> we live in now, True. this nightmare apocalypse world we're afflicted with. Yeah. When we come back on top five. Welcome back to the Top 5 Podcast. We're counting down the top five piece of advice you've given to your younger self with Georgina. Georgina, now it's finally, it's finally time. What is your number one? My number one piece of advice I would give myself, and could probably continue to give myself, is not to undersell myself. Ooh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, I think this could apply in all realms of my life. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking romantically, mm-hmm. but... Um, I think that would definitely work for work as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I am where I am work-wise right now because I finally spoke up and said, I think I'd be good at this position mm-hmm. in QA, and I'm so glad I did. But most of my career has been shaped by the fact that I didn't think that I was good enough to get a job. So I think all of my jobs have been pretty much, I've been underemployed. Mm-hmm. Like the majority of my career has been in a call center. <laughs> right. Which is yeah. not the best place to no. be. I mean, if you have to be in any call center, I kind of get why you're at the one you're at. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Shout out to Time Warner. Time Warner, but uh, mm. buzz marketing for Time Warner. Yeah, there we go. Um, so... Liaison was a great call center. And mm-hmm. I think if that had been the only call center I worked in, then I wouldn't have such a negative association sure. with call centers. And I don't because of liaison. Um, but a lot of, you know, I had my master's and I was in customer service. Right. So. The same job that you could probably get with yeah. a high school education. Yeah, in fact, that was one of the things Vicky told me. She was yeah. like, oh, you don't need a college degree and I was like oh my god well I have to <laughs> I have to um and sometimes when Joe Clark says like oh I don't have a he was saying he didn't have a degree and I was like I have two you are welcome oh. to either one Joe Clark yeah I love Joe Clark yeah we all love Joe so like go socks yeah go socks I'm yeah. sorry I keep getting Boston wrong it's not go socks it's go swooks is it it is yeah it is I have to reteach myself yeah so but most of the underselling that sticks out in my mind is romantically. 
and I know that the term friend zone is typically a controversial one because people argue you can't be, there's no such thing as the friend zone. Um, but I am going to disagree. And I think because as a woman, I get, mm-hmm. I can say I disagree. I think, I think you definitely can yeah. get away with it if that's yeah. the question. Um, so I have settled and there are like several crushes, but like there are three in particular that I can think of that I really liked these guys mm-hmm. and they, I am positive, liked me back, but didn't want the commitment. And so I just ended up being the friend and I wish now, this is what I would tell myself. Okay. And I don't know if I would have listened. There's a lot because... more light in this room without turning around. I'm going to guess the cat knocked something over. Oh, Misha, yeah. And I know I wouldn't listen because my mother told me this. So shout out to my mom because if shout I Shout out to mom. Yeah, if I'd listened. In fact, if I'd listened to my mom, I, I think my life would be so different. <laughs> so, um... Thanks, Mom, for standing by, no matter what. Um, But I never said... I mean, I should have said to these men, you know, I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your girlfriend. Right. You should be... It happened again, didn't it? I'm not turning around. I think we've gotten to the point where someone said the MKUltra code word, and Misha decided to destroy things. Misha, cat. I gotta get an Instaham so I can put pictures of you up. So I wish that I had been secure enough, mm-hmm. well, maybe decisive enough, to say, I don't want to be your friend, and maybe we'll never talk again. Yes. But then again, we don't talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk to any of them now. Because you lose both yeah. rabbits either way. Um, and I wish I hadn't settled. And because I'm pretty sure that uh, at least two of these three guys that I'm thinking of would have thought to themselves okay I do like her and Mm -hmm. I can't get away with just being commitment phobic do you feel like that was did you have low self-esteem growing up uh, probably I mean it probably pertains to some kind of father issue which doesn't at all (laughs) yeah isn't at all but yeah I mean yes I guess I guess yeah it must have been low self-esteem I think you know, I remember being in middle school and high school, and I had I always had crushes on like the guys that were never going to go for me, like mm-hmm. the popular, really good looking athletes. Um, the lacrosse team. Yeah. Wait, where are you? Pacific Northwest. Yeah. They have lacrosse. <laughs> they do have lacrosse. Um, I don't think I was smart enough to go for the lacrosse team. Players. Oh, that's where you got to go because yeah. that's the rich kids. Yeah, I think I. Well, we were all pretty rich on Bainbridge, um, mm. but I went for the. Uh, basketball, football types. And they were all very smart and nice people. I mean, they've gone on and I think they're pretty, you know, nice contributing. (laughs) Sure, they're normal human beings, unlike us. Um, And and honestly, like, I'm not going to give them credit. I don't think they knew this. But I'm sure that had they accepted my invite to prom, Mm -hmm. had Teddy said, yes, I'll go to prom with you. I don't think we would have had much to talk about. So it probably was a saving grace. But Did you ask Teddy to prom? I actually, yeah, yeah. And he just said no? Well, yeah, it was a huge procession. It's weird. Oh, is it a thing? Okay, when you were in high school, was prom like 
a thing? It wasn't. Nothing like it is a thing. There were no, like, prom proposals. Okay. I didn't think in a million years prom would get more promy, but it got more promy. <laughs> um, but I kind of did a promposal for Teddy. I convinced my friends to go with me. And, s- well, we had a boombox because I have a terrible singing voice. Wait, did you stand on his lawn with a boombox held over your head like and say anything? Not quite. Oh, you didn't give him the John Cusack But treatment? I did have three of my really good friends who can sing come with me. And we sang One Fine Day. We got there on house at first. So this woman leans out of her window and she's like, oh, honey, that's great. But Teddy lives over there. I need, can you hum a few bars for one fine day? I'm not familiar with this No, song. I can't. Not familiar. No, I can't. Is to men? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, no. It's some like 50s song. I, in hindsight. It's, okay. Yeah, it's quite a, you know, sort of. Sexist song, but at the time, <laughs> I, at least it's not like yeah. under my thumb. <laughs> no, no, no. So, um, so I, I mean, I wouldn't even say I was in the friend zone there. I, I you know, we. Well, you actively attempted to get out of the friend zone. Yeah, I feel I did. like a prom proposal is a romantic. Yeah. I went to prom with a friend too. And I was trying. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I went to prom with a friend, and it, I had a great time. And I don't think I would have had a great time if I was nervous with like this crush I had had on this. I mean, I had a crush on Teddy from like day one of sixth grade, seventh grade. I don't think I knew him in sixth grade. Um, so the friend zone issue didn't mm-hmm. come out until I was in college and. My friend Mitchell and I, we worked at Office Depot, mm-hmm. and I had such a crush on this kid. Sure. And I'm pretty sure he had a crush on me. And if he's listening, he might deny it if he's listening with someone else, mm-hmm. but I know. I got invited to Thanksgiving. We, it is a fact. Here on the Top 5 Podcast, we always do our research, and we know. Yeah. He had a crush on Yeah, Georgia. Mitchell, I know. I got invited to his Thanksgiving with his grandparents twice. Not once, twice. Okay, no, twice he's... No, twice is a thing. Yeah. Or, conversely, he's gay, you're his beard. Um, so that, that actually was mentioned. That was uh, brought up with me. I don't think he is. In fact, I think he has a girlfriend. Okay. So, okay. Um, and he knew I liked him. And in fact, I think I even said, look, I really like you. And I, I'm, I don't know if I said I think you like me back, but I made it clear. And he was like, oh, I just want to be your friend. That's and then, not okay. Yeah, and not, but so at the time, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine not being friends with this guy. Right. So I was like, okay, well, you I guess. You just the bullet and went with it? I just went with it, and it was horrible. How much and did it, that hurt? Like, oh, it was like unbearable. In oh. fact, my life got changed because I was supposed to go down to Berkeley, California when I graduated, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I had this, like, almighty meltdown over him. And ended up in Bellingham, Washington for a few more years, which is fine. Again, it got me to this. I keep forgetting you're in Washington for this yeah. and not Boston. I'm like, that's a big move. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> as know. big. It's still a big move. It's a big move. I mean, California is a big yeah. state. Yeah, and it, it would have got, you know, I, I mean, not that I think a PhD in Victorian literature would have gotten me I'm far. sorry, what? Yeah, that's Is that what why I, you got my Jane Eyre joke earlier? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do with my life. Um... So, but I just settled, and then it happened again with this guy named Jake, who I know liked me, and he didn't want to date, so I accepted his friendship. And when I instead, you should have stabbed him in the heart. Well, I should have. Dead. So, 
my friend had this really good point because this happens to me consistently. I I so I'm beginning to think maybe it's something I do versus like necessarily what these guys do. But she said maybe you just need to kind of make it clear you have feelings for them before it gets to a point where you don't want to walk away. And she's absolutely right. So um, I wish, yeah, that I could tell myself, look, I know you think you can't imagine your life without Mitchell or Jake or Mike or the many other, like, guys you fall for. But there's Tom Hiddleston, and he's out there. And he's waiting for you. And that's your chance. Get your ass to Buffalo. Get your ass to Mars. I'm sorry, it's not a podcast if I don't do an impression. I know. I've been waiting for that German uh, accent. I've been trying to keep it down because so many people have complained. Not on the podcast, but in real life. Taylor, could you not do that? (laughs) No. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Because I... I, Yeah. I have the worst... It's just noises. Well, I appreciate it. I don't do Schwarzenegger. He's Austrian. doesn't count. So, yeah. Tom Hiddleston. And Tom should know I don't want to be friends. I mean, he... I think he Oh, no, trust me. Georgina wants to fuck you. <laughs> we want to get the clear, no, we want... Tom, if you're listening. No, that just makes it sound like, you know, no, no, wham, wants... bam, thank you, Matt. She I wants mean... to fuck you and then chain you up to her couch where you will live out a very comfortable life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm not going to argue. The worst part, she's like, um, eh. You know. Uh, so I guess it goes back to being decisive, but I just wish that... And it goes for friends, too. I, I stuck around and made a lot of effort in friendships that I knew I was the only one putting in the effort. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, I used to think, well, I'm never going to have any friends or I'll never see this person again if I don't put in the effort. And some of that's true and some of that is... But I think a lot of it isn't true. And thankfully, when I got to Buffalo, I thought about what kind of person I wanted to well, be. Well, you're like a Buffalo nine. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> a buffalo and a bu- actually you know what honestly Boston probably about the same oh I don't know <laughs> sorry Boston are we talking like out of 10 or out, out of 10 out of 10 okay I mean okay and LA 4 is a buffalo 10 okay. so we don't have to play that game um oh, well thanks that makes me feel like I can go out there and you know you yeah, really get get Tommy Tommy Hids you know I hate to say it but so Tom Car- Tom's character dies in Crimson Peak, so we don't even have the option of Crimson Peak Two, where they like there was never gonna be a relocate back to Buffalo. Yeah, right with the chain yeah. where she breaks him back. Yeah, and we're gonna film again. They film a lot of movies. They filmed part of Ninja Turtles here. You could pick up Michelangelo. Um, I did see that. So I, I think maybe my next plan, uh, my advice to myself, mm-hmm. my future self, is figure out where Tom's next movie is and just go there. And I feel like Toronto's a probably, you know, a pretty good. Uh, Toronto and bet. Georgia, they film a lot of Avengers movies in Georgia. Oh, keep that in mind. Okay. It's the least ghost. I'm worried though he may die in this upcoming movie. I'm personally very yeah. worried. I think him, Cap, and Iron Man all have their heads Iron in the chalk and chopping block. No, really? Okay. Right. Well, I hope that they will make another movie for Loki because I'm not the only one. There are some Loki fans out there. Oh, trust me, there are people um, into that, which I did not understand. Yeah. All these girls like, no, he's so hot. I'm like the guy with the dirty hair. That guy. Yeah. Well, all right, he's British. Yeah. 
I think it's great that the directors are fine with every superhero sounding different. We've got a British, you know, the the thing that gets me is the Australian brother with the British because he's very London. He's he's a posh Um, English. But I guess you know maybe that's how Norse gods sound. Yeah, none of them sound Scandinavian. Yeah, they don't. Could you imagine if he was like, "Oh, he's got my hammer, blocky, bark, bark, bark." What the like Scandinavian part of? Yeah, 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 yeah. If he was like Swedish chef. Like in yeah. um, Minnesota. Imagine in Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. We'll get those infinity yeah. stones for you. Don't you worry. Yeah. Don't you know? So, um, and yeah. So that's my advice to myself. Is so but just so. don't undersell. Do you think? How do you think you would be different if you hadn't undersold yourself? You'd be dating someone at. Office Mac? What was it? <laughs> Staples? Office Depot. Office Depot? I love that. Like, the th- out of the it's three so options. It's so hard. There's only three, and I couldn't um, remember which one. No, I don't think Mitchell and I would have ended up together. He was very outdoorsy, and... Uh, you should have worked at L.L. Bean. Yeah. Or, or Dick's. Or Aria. Well, we don't have a Dick's in uh, Washington State, but we do have an Aria. I know. <sighs> Is that an East Coast brand? I think so. I don't even... We must have it the in... The world needs more Dick's. It definitely does. I mean, we have one of the biggest Dick's around in Buffalo. I don't know if anyone's been to the Wall Street Gallery. I yeah. believe it. Biggest Dick's I've ever seen! Um... Slight digression about dicks. I guess Tell Deb came. <laughs> Deb came, and she had to get something from Dick Sporting Goods, so she like pulled it up on her <laughs> laptop, but she just put like <laughs> dicks. Just typed in dicks right Boom. on the company website. Yeah. Boom. Mm. Pulled up mm. an array of dicks. An array. An array. <laughs> but not <laughs> a cornucopia yeah. of dicks. But I don't think the I don't think the dick she was looking for. So I don't think um, she's usually looking for any dicks. <laughs> so um he should have worked at REI. He should have. Uh he was from Missouri and he came to live with his grandparents. Oh, Missouri. So, yeah. Um so no. I don't think we would have ended up Wait, together. Wait, you after a southern boy? Well, Missouri's not really in the south, is it? Midwest. Okay, Midwest. Yes, then, I guess. Wait, that's where St. Louis is. Yeah, St. Louis yeah. is in the Midwest. Well, he was very, like, it's, it's wholesome. West. He was very, blonde yeah. and, like, big blue eyes and oh, just, like, yeah. the nicest. I'm very interested in him with blue eyes and yeah. blonde hair. Yeah, well, he sounds like a very wholesome guy. How does he feel about the juice? <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I'm I, sorry. I feel like you have actually used that on another podcast. <laughs> I'm positive I have. Um, I'm positive. Yeah, so no, I don't think that we'd be dating. In fact, I lied, said I loved hiking, and pretty much had to be airlifted off oh, hiking's the this worst. tiny hike that we went Wait, on. did you actually get picked up in a helicopter? <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I want to hear about that. So I've been on some hikes yeah. I don't enjoy. I didn't realize calling in an airstrike was a possibility. <laughs> Sadly, it's not. And here's the best part. I have done that more than once in my life. Pretended um, to like hiking? Yes. Now, the first time with Mitchell, fine. That totally was. I mean, I think I was like slim and believable. But this then when, was in your twenties, and you yeah. could have been picking up all sorts I of know. tail, as we know from number four. But then I actually lied. I don't think I lied. I think Paul knew I couldn't hike, but we went on a hike, and I remember sitting there, and I was like, "You're gonna have to go on without me." See, here, here's the thing. 
as a good host, he should have known to take you on the bunny slope. <laughs> I think that was the bunny slope of you don't, heights. Ooh, in that case, he didn't need to take you hiking. There's other stuff you can do. He didn't need to take you up Mount Algonquin. <laughs> I really, in fact, the way I remember the hike, he probably, if asked, would be like, yeah, we were just walking to, like, you know, Coldstone Creamery. Yeah, you should have taken me down the street. They're like, you want to walk? We're going to the mall. It's at 6 a.m. But all the stores are open. I know. Well, we're walking it, in the mall. Yeah. Um, I, I really do think he tried to find the easiest hike and probably thought he was safe when he saw a bunch of little kids bouncing up this hike. Um, so... He, and I actually know he feels kind of <laughs> some regret. Um, yeah, he's a listener. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be listening. I he's going to be listening yeah. once you Facebook this shit. Yeah, I'm totally Facebooking this. I'll Facebook this yeah, shit out of I it. am. I don't so, pay for advertising, so that'd be Well, cool. soon advertisers will be coming to you. I know. Yeah. I actually got to, I talk about it on Pop 5, it doesn't matter. But, um... So, I don't know romantically if it'd be different. Maybe I'd be dating someone, maybe I wouldn't, but... And I'm happy where I am job-wise. I just think that if I had not undersold myself, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be starting my career at 34. I would have been like, look, I know that I have a lot to contribute professionally. Uh, as a human. Yeah, as a human. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it just, I don't know. I, I think that I wouldn't have settled for so much. That's... That's interesting. I think that's good advice for a lot of people Be- because I, I see a lot of overqualified people mm. in, in underqualified <clears throat> yeah. work. And I think just in general, people can. I shit on myself all the time. I'm a decent human being, but like I'm sure we could all be chasing Buffalo 8s instead of Buffalo 4s. <laughs> yeah. I've, well, I mean, going back to the job. Portion. Mm-hmm. I wanted a, an equivalent for jobs, but fortunately, sex comes in number form. Yeah. Well, you know, it's. I mean, let's face it. Like that's kind of been the theme. Our. You started it. Yeah, I did. Hey, I didn't. I, I happily continued it. I know. I know. Can you imagine how different it would be if I? Had I thought sex? I was the tart that was like, yeah. whack off before you go yeah. around making banking decisions. I know. Look at me, Spike. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, but job-wise, definitely. I mean, it's part of the economy, but it's also a lot of it. I mean, it wasn't always the economy. A lot of it was, oh, I guess the only thing I'm good for is a call center job. And I think that hurts your soul, too. It definitely hurts your soul. Um, especially when I worked at T-Mobile. That was, I mean, I was on Xanax just to get through my eight-hour shift. (laughs) So. That's it's a rough day. I know. But you got to be taking Zanny the nanny just to get through your yeah. eight hours. Yeah, I'm definitely. And it's only eight. Sorry, that's coming from someone who works 60 hours. Yeah, it was only eight. I mean, I. You I dream of an eight hour day now. Do you? All the time. Oh. I got a nine hour day, and I'm like, oh, looks like we're getting out early. Let's go home, boys. Let's go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so tell me what is your number one piece of advice you'd give yourself? My number one is almost the antithesis of your number one. Wow, okay. And I think that's based 
not on who we are as people, but who I perceive myself as. Okay. My number one is, you're not better than other people. Yeah, okay. And although later in life, college and whatnot, I was like, oh, you're a piece of shit. You suck. Which is not entirely wrong. But as a young man, Misha Cat, are you getting kicked out right now? Misha Cat got kicked out. What in God's name was that? Don't, you're not better than anyone else. Yeah. And, and as an adult, I know I kind of suck. Like, I know where I fall on the level, and that's fine. But as a very uh, a young man, mostly in, in high school and briefly into college until mm-hmm. I learned, you're not that good at stuff. I thought I was the smartest, mm-hmm. the best, and the coolest, and the most talented, and the most creative. And none of that is true, even a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if I had known that wasn't true, I could have been one of those things. Yeah, I completely agree. One of my honorary piece of advice is do not major in creative writing as an undergrad Mm. you are not the exception you are not going to go on oprah's couch you're not going to be writing and i know that that sounds harsh i've lost a friend over it but it's very important to realize you're not the exception and prepare for that it, 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 completely true and it's tough because I really did dip my whole body in the creative writing mm-hmm. as a young man and yeah. I could not even be true enough to myself to say dude you stole all of these ideas yeah well like, there are no uh, new ideas no there are no uh, but, new ideas yeah. but okay. there's also direct plagiarism um, oh <laughs> not, not copy and paste but just you stole this thing. Yeah. And you know you did it. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You stole it from a commercial, which is the weirdest place. That way is to kind steal. of the weirdest place. Yeah, it's a weird thing. But I was like, oh, I'm going to be this famous writer, and it doesn't matter anything I do because I'm perfect and wonderful, yeah. and I'm going to take no criticism. Whereas if I had taken the criticism and understood and learned from creative writing classes and yeah. understood, you know, three point story structure and, and read my. Uh, uh, hero with a thousand faces kind of kind of stuff mm-hmm. i would have understood i'm gonna have to adjust that i would have understood how all this stuff works but i didn't and now i don't and now i'm really bad oh. at all of it but that's okay it's right. okay to be bad and it's hard to understand that when you think you're the best yeah yeah i agree i actually got kicked out of one of my writing classes because this guy criticized my writing. Now, he was... I mean, I think his criticism was a little unfair, but... Was he nagging you? He told me that it was just, like, pap. Uh, I think that means, like, just sort of crap writing. Oh, well, Um, But in my defense, he had directly stolen Charlie and the Great Pumpkin Patch. What? Yeah. So. Hmm. What? What a weird thing. Like, like Charlie Brown yeah. and the Great Pumpkin. I mean, he, the... I, he titled it differently. And I think Fuck. the storyline was slightly different. But, I mean, you could tell that that was kind of the, that was where he had taken it from. Mm-hmm. So, I was really upset. And I probably should have just stepped outside, taken a few breaths, walked down to the accounting department and gotten my major <laughs> in accounting. <laughs> but instead... I told him 
you know, you that's rich coming from someone who stole their writing, their storyline from Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin Patch. But I didn't stop there. I then said he looked like an Ewok. Okay. Yeah, he did. Did okay. That was yeah, my question. He did. did he look like an Ewok? He absolutely did. All right, that's fair. Yeah, but uh, it, it, raw in context, correct in general. Yes. Um, my professor did actually. She was like, "Hey, why don't we go outside and take a deep breath?" Yeah. And she told me maybe mm, let's call it a day. Um, but I was very sensitive about my writing. It's, it's so hard, and even the most well-meaning person. You're like, this is a thing I tore from my soul and put down on a piece yeah. of paper. This is the world to me. And it's very hard to understand, hey, maybe you should do this thing differently. And they're correct. But also that that's when I was later in college as an older man. I don't know if you know this. I got a bachelor's degree when I was like 26 years old. Oh, I might have been 25. That. I'm wow. not sure. I didn't know that. I, I might have been 24. I honestly do not recall the diplomas covering a hole in my wall in the other room. Uh, but but even a few years after, you know, taking creative writing and being like, oh, I'm kind of shitty at this. I'm just going to write down a bunch of stuff and then fix it up later. And it's so hard to fix it up later. I guess, yeah. I think it's hard to cut and chop into what you have created and be like, but this was my baby. And you have to realize, no, yeah. it's not. It's something you wrote down. Calm down. I think you also have to ask yourself, um, how much do you have to write about that's meaningful at the age of Zero, 52? Nothing. Unless you come up with a great sci-fi yeah. thing. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, now if I went back and wrote, I definitely could, I think, produce truly good pieces that had that were worth reading. But at the time, I wrote about, you know, puppy love, and that was pretty much it, I think. I don't think I wrote anything significant at all. I'm happily, I'm, I'm happy to say that I wrote some sci-fi stuff and also a lot of plagiarism. And that's okay, and that's kind of a part of my life that's over now. Yeah, and sure. And we're cool with that. And, uh, and now I'm a mailman, and there's a tiny, itty-bitty piece of me that is still left over from being, like, 19 years old that goes, well, you know, Charles Bukowski was a, was a mailman, and then I smoked my clove oh, cigarette. yeah. I, yeah, wow. It's fine. And you know what? You know what really kills me? It's not that I was a douche. And I thought I was better. It was, I hurt other people and also missed out on a lot of stuff because of it. Yeah. I worked for an elevator company and I remember the other tech saying, hey, you want to learn how we're doing this wiring thing? Be like, nah, I'm never going to do wiring. And now as an adult in a house that, you know, my landlord's a hundred years old. She's (laughs) not going to fix anything. Yeah. I had to put in a light switch, and I was like, well, I guess I better Google this, because I don't know the how to YouTube do wiring. Yeah. Let me just look this up. And, you know, it was fairly easy. But I disregarded learning opportunities, mm-hmm. and that's what a piece of shit does. And also, I missed out on stuff. I missed out on stuff. Even more than trying new things, Chinese food is good. Yeah. Don't be such a cocksucker that you can't... You're not supposed to say cocksucker anymore. I just learned that the other day. Oh, Because I didn't it, know that. it looks down on people who sucks cocks. And I'm like... 
Okay. Yeah, in my brain, cocksucker has nothing to do with sucking cocks, but okay, I, I get what okay. you're talking about. I get it. I yeah. get it. <laughs> Don't be such a privileged douche. There we go. You know, you can't talk about douche. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm It looks down on people who clean vaginas. Um, don't be, that. yeah, don't be such a privileged douche yeah. that you can't learn from other people of, in, in the worst place, I'm looking down on lower classes. Yeah. I've always been, at best, lower middle class and now working class. Yes. I'm going to say. Yes. I, I shit on blue, there with you. the idea of blue collar work, which now pays my bills. Well, I am very aware that if I had gone to trade school and become a plumber, <laughs> so much money. So much Ooh, money. And so few payments in yeah, the month. That, so... When they come looking for the money for that degree. Ooh. I know. So going off your wishing that you had been open to learning things, I wish I had been open to learning subjects that I didn't believe I was good at mm. but was interested in. I was very interested in astronomy mm-hmm. and physics and quantum physics oh. but i was so scared that my grades would suffer didn't and take i that chance on... i didn't take that chance and i definitely should have taken that chance in high school because i got into a, a school i mean you get into a school eventually yeah um and i know that grades are your currency when you're that age yes but as it would turn out i think I just wish I'd been braver and I had taken, even if I had gone F's or D's, I don't know if in high school. More than likely in high school, you'd probably skate by MB's. I, maybe. Happily. I think, yeah, the teacher would be like, wow. How hard would it be? I don't, I mean, I don't know. Probably not that hard because if I. Was I was remedial all of that. So yeah. I, I have trouble saying because I was not, not I, good at the sciences. I was, but, but that's the thing. We buy into that. You know, it's true. I did buy into that, and I did perfectly fine in uh, community chemistry and uh, practical physics, where my teacher, Mr. French, lit a ping pong ball on fire. Um, it was the coolest thing in the world. But, like, yeah, I, I, I've i always felt like, oh, I could probably figure out math. Like, I had no problem yeah. doing, you know, the the, you know, science for lit majors in college. I had no problems. Yeah. I was like, I probably could have done more. But you know what? In my head, I was an artiste. <laughs> I had a beret. I yeah. wore a scarf. I didn't wear a scarf. I know who Scarf Guy was on our campus. Didn't like Scarf Guy. Didn't. I don't think anyone ever liked Scarf Guy. Fuck Scarf Guy. And there's always one on the campus. Yeah, what's wrong with these people? I don't there's know. There's also a guy smoking a pipe. And as a guy who smokes a pipe now, I would never take it outdoors. That's my at-home relaxing thing. Yeah, well, it's a little different when you're 19. That's probably true. Um, So I wish I had been braver in that realm of things. Um, Do I think I would have been working for NASA? No, I don't. But maybe I would have learned that I was actually pretty good at the sciences or Mm -hmm. uh, economics. Maybe not, but maybe. Maybe. Because as it would turn out, I wasn't a particular... I think I was an okay writer. Mm -hmm. I didn't... I really didn't write until just recently. Like, I have been out of undergrad for over 10 years. And I'd say it wasn't 
until a year or two ago I started writing. And that is how much my degree really made me hate writing. <laughs> Isn't that true? <laughs> so. Um, I switched degrees because it was making me hate what I love, and I switched to history, and I was like, oh, I'm into this. Yeah. And that is my jam. It really is. Is it? Well, I wasn't hardcore enough for history. I loved my history professor. History gets weird at a certain point. It does. There's like at one point where like the popes are all like in you know, like Oh, like when there's more than one Yeah, the pope. Great Schism. Yeah. yeah. There's, so. there's some shit. One of them's probably a woman. Yeah. yeah. There's some shit. Um, and then I haven't been able to find this in history, but I know I learned about this where there's a situation where like the king and the pope, they get into this fight and they don't want to talk to each other. Which king? Which pope? I wish I knew. Oh, which country? So, I feel like it might have been Germany or... M- Probably the Holy Roman Emperor. Yeah, and yeah. I yeah, I think so. Yeah. So anyway, they finally agreed to meet. Yeah. Okay, they're gonna they're gonna have a truce, and the Pope rides up on his pony, and expects the King to lead his pony into I don't know wherever, and the King refuses, mm. and then the Pope just turns around right. So like this is this is what happens when little boys. Run. The world. These would posh little boys are in yeah. charge. Yeah, he won't. He, he won't, won't eat my pony. Oh, he he stands upon his pony. Yeah, he won't. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Interesting. I feel like I. I feel like. <laughs> sorry, listeners. I feel like socially I could have been a better person if I didn't shit on everyone, the jocks, the. The other kids, the people who have fun. I was like, oh, I'm better than these people. I didn't think I was better, but I wish I'd had more fun. Even my mother thinks maybe I should have had more fun. I think I had a healthy amount of fun. Yeah. I I still, I'm kind of hoping someone picks a pop five, or a top five. Oh, pop it's the five. old Steve Roselli trick where you call it by the wrong podcast name. I wish someone would pick a, a top five where we're like, the top five of weirdest things that happened to us in high school, and then I could get wax poetic about donkey shows well i feel like that is definitely uh a subject for another another day someone will pick it i'm not worried about it i I know um upcoming we've got some some real real bangers yeah and uh and i think some people pick stuff that i like and they like and no one else likes so i'm looking forward to that yeah i was worried i thought maybe you might text me back and say no, we're not doing that topic. That's no, that's a fantastic topic. I've had so much. much fun doing this topic. Yeah. Georgina, do you want to play the bonus round? Sure, yeah. We're going long. Let's do it anyway. Okay. Georgina, what is some advice, Some what is some bad advice you've gotten? Oh, wow. Um, Whether you took it to heart or not, what is yeah. some bad advice? So the bad advice, since I was dumb enough to do creative writing was don't write genre. Oh, that is terrible <laughs> advice. I know. Absolutely you should write genre. Yeah, so listen, kids. If you are in your last year of creative writing major and you don't think it's there's enough time for you to change your major to accounting, write genre. I can't think of a single thing, a genre thing that is successful. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Absolutely. Uh, do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, the Foundation series. Yeah. Uh, Douglas Adams. Uh, oh my God, everything that's good is genre. Yeah. What's not genre that is good? Well, you see, that's the thing. 
And I don't know why any of us bought this in my creative writing major. There's a reason why bookstores have sections. Right? Yeah. Someone's got to put that shit in there. The people who do make fucking bank. and Because yeah. they produce. Look so, at how many fantasy series have 30 books long. Yeah. Um, so that is definitely a piece of advice that is ridiculous. So is anyone advice. who is in creative That's writing, fantastic. do not listen to that advice. You write that genre. In fact, I'm pretty sure you could probably go online and get an algorithm for the perfect story and just put in your character names and boom, you've got it. Oh, you're good. So you're good. Um, just take do a, that. Just take a basic hero story. Yeah. Change the name of the hero. Yeah. Throw in some dwarves. You're good. Yeah. You're rolling. Um, that would be my, <laughs> that's what comes to mind. I, I'm sure I've gotten a lot of bad advice from other people, but what about you, Taylor? Um, uh, the worst advice I've ever gotten was from someone who was a dear, dear friend of mine and he was my, uh, supervisor when I worked at Toys R Us. Okay. And we were talking about whether or not I would take a supervisor position and I wasn't sure. I was hanging yeah. and hawing. I was like, that's a you know, some work, and this really isn't what I want to do with my life, and I really don't know. And he goes, come on, man. What else are you going to do? Oh. And oh. I said, yeah, you're right. Oh. What else am I going to do? Might yeah. as well be a retail supervisor. And that sucked out, like, two and a half more years of my life that I could have had. Wow. And I was just like, wow, I really hate this. Thanks for putting me in a situation that not only do I hate, hate for a couple years and yeah. then had a lot of trouble getting out of mm-hmm. but i was like wow you that really put me into a bad spot and i believed him and i was like yeah you're right what else am i gonna do and the correct answer was that was anything fucking anything you can do anything you want yeah just, just anything but that yeah anything else would be better but i was like oh yeah yeah what oh, else am i gonna do but um do we have time for me to ask you what is the best piece of advice you've gotten? Maybe not the best because there probably are quite a few, but like something that sticks out in your mind. Um, I can remember a lot of weird advice I've gotten. Yes, the best advice I've ever gotten uh, was uh, uh, Ernest Hemingway said, write drunk, edit sober, mm. which is a writing thing, but also it means, for me, yeah. <laughs> it means, look, Shoot for them stars, okay? Yeah. Do dream the biggest. Uh, just say, hey, hurl yourself off into nothingness drunk. And you know what? When you sober up, you'll figure it out. Yeah. And I think that's a big one. I mean, I was hammered when I bought podcast microphones. Hammered. And I was like, all right, this one looks good. Drug buy, <laughs> one click, Amazon. And, and then I was like, oh, I guess this is in my metal now. I have to do something with it. Can't waste $60. Ladies and gentlemen, podcasting is cheap. Um, when I was on a bunch of Percocet after my wisdom teeth were pulled, <laughs> I got on Amazon and ordered five rice cookers. <laughs> I mean, the same rice cooker, but in different colors. And they all sang. So what my boyfriend they, at the time, what, they sang like they sang to let you know when they were ready. The what, rice was ready, so they sang. What did they? It's raining, man. <laughs> I wish. Hallelujah. Yeah, I wish. Rain. No, it was no. Twinkle Twinkle Star. Uh, they, they had little, little <laughs> yeah. Did you um, ever set them all up at once? I assume you returned them. I did. Okay. I think 
I'm pretty sure my boyfriend at the time realized that since I had never cooked, mm-hmm. I probably wasn't going to start. I would have kept at least two. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he was willing. I, I mean, I don't remember him being like, Georgina, this is ridiculous. But I'm pretty sure. I know we returned them. Yeah. You know, you know, you can cook rice really well in a pressure cooker. Yeah, I have a really good rice cooker right now. So, plug for the rice cooker that makes oatmeal. My mom bought it for me. It makes oatmeal? Yeah, this is an amazing rice cooker. I would be interested in that. um, I have one more, like, shout out. And this just happens to be someone who gave me really good advice. All right, shout it. Yeah, so I was really uh, despondent about not getting the CSM position. And Mm -hmm. really just frustrated and my friend tiffany told me to know that i was good enough to apply for qa and to Mm -hmm. not give up so and when it took forever to get into qa because there was this huge six month process of getting over there she told me not to give up and to go out there and use the time to learn more about because you're good enough she never said you're good enough she's she meant like well she was like, yes, you can do this. So She um, believed in you. She did. If you didn't, she did. Uh, yeah, and I I wish I was more like her because everyone loves her at liaison. Mm, sounds she, like I know Tiffany. Yeah, she lives in Boston. But yeah. my my dream is that she will one day move to Buffalo. She won't she ever. Won't. But that would be the dream. That would be the dream. Hey, I got an extra apartment. Um, I got another room. Everyone has offered. They've offered to give their office. They've offered to pick her up. Uh... Every day, take her to work. Um, I uh, I've I'll send... take her to more than work. Yeah, <laughs> she has a boyfriend. I'll take her to more than work. <laughs> so you can run down to adult video and find some weird stuff. I don't care. <laughs> it's freaked down the street. <laughs> um, but so that was maybe not so much advice, but just goes to you know believe that it will get better. Mm-hmm. So, good advice. Yeah. Good advice, everyone. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. This well, got introspective as shit. I know. I really enjoyed it. So. I hope people learn. And when I put this in my time machine and send it back to younger Taylor and yeah. Georgina, I hope they learn some shit. But I know for a fact they won't. Oh no, they won't. I know younger Georgina won't. Wouldn't listen to a goddamn thing. No, probably actually just repeat the same mistake. Truth, <laughs> George. Just worse. Yeah. Like, I should fuck a lot of guys. <laughs> and just like, no, with Connor, with Connor. Oh, she's gone. She didn't listen. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. It it's is. all broken. Yeah. Georgina, is there anything you'd like to plug? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, there is actually. Um... Is it your OKCupid okay account? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have one of those. <laughs> Find Georgia on Tinder. No. Uh, um, I'd like to say for anyone who is always cold, I'm one of those people. Buy yourself a heated blanket. That has Ooh. been the best thing I've purchased. I got one for Christmas. It has changed my life. Yeah. If it weren't for the cat, I wouldn't heat the house half the time. Yeah. Well, this thing is amazing. We Our power went out a few times. New Year's was mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. Coldest day I can remember in Buffalo. And the only reason I wasn't dead and or miserable was I had my heated blanket. There you so. go. Live that dream. Yeah. Live so. that dream. What a weird thing to plug. I know. Well, I mean, Nicole plugged her vacuum. Is that right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. She did. She does have a great vacuum. So and you affordable. know, um, but I think I've I think I've shouted out 
to everyone I wanted to. So. All right. You feel good? I think so. Um, yeah, I do. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, it's been a me. blast. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. All right. Everyone at home, don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Stitcher. We're also on SoundCloud still. Subscribe to that, and you don't have to bug me for the link for the upcoming episode. You'll just know. Um, Stitcher, your place for all your podcasts. If you're a podcast listener on Android, if you're on Apple, you can also listen to Stitcher, but you can also listen to iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Tweet at us at top five underscore podcast. It's top the number five underscore podcast. And until... No, next week is Pop 5 coming up with Steve. And after that, we've got a lot of great shows for you. Stay tuned, stay subscribed, stay black. (laughs) 